You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, love oh. it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Three Brews In, where we are finally back and we are Three Brews In. This is a podcast where we drink beer. I'm Josh. I'm with my friends Travis and Justin. We're going to drink beer. We've already drank beer. We're going to do that some more, talk baseball, talk a whole bunch of bullshit, and just actually just drink a bunch of beer, quite honestly. Josh, this is a historic uh, episode. Please explain. We are on, what is this, episode 38? 38. We have made a point of picking Wisconsin craft beers for all of our all of our consumption. Right, and we I know in a previous podcast, whether it was the last episode or the, the one previous episode. one of that, we made an exception for one brewery, mm-hmm. and Travis jumped on that. And uh, tonight is our exception. So Travis, you want to explain what we're drinking tonight? It's not well, a Wisconsin craft beer. Sure, it's a Furious IPA. It's from Surly. I have not been there. I think both you two have been, or at least one of you have. I been have been at the brewery. the brewery. I have not. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it's the only thing other than Sun Country Airlines and I ninety four. The only good thing to come out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the shit. I would put it in my top five favorite IPAs. And you know, we don't want to be you know as much as we dislike minnesota that's not be the guys that just you know puts a blanket everything sucks right uh, their beer is fantastic and i know they probably have some other good stuff but anyway it is surly everybody knows the can this is probably the unusual one where i think it's fairly popular or maybe not popular but well known Furious. it's something you can get at a bar give me a surly or whatever. They, yep. this is tapped uh, everywhere in eau claire and yep. i've seen uh, surly furious tapped in most of the bars it I've comes been to. in at a six seven so that Oof. takes us away from that danger number of 6.8 6. 8. i tell you guys that i had some hanky panky about two months ago Ooh, how'd it go do you remember the day did you break glasses did a table fall not even <laughs> close but okay. very low key but mm. i was with two people that i explained kind of the last time i was in here <laughs> so, yeah. oh my god it was you a little bit ex- of that you had to explain to them why your picture was behind the bar <laughs> <laughs> do not serve this man <laughs> yeah, do not accept checks from blank yeah i think most of the well no the glass was broken upstairs you're right i was gonna say most of this stuff was out in the patio so yeah, but All so right. I mean, here here's the deal. We're gonna rate this stuff, but um, at the end, um, I don't think there's gonna be any surprises. It might be the only beer that all of us have had prior to. Yeah, yeah, episode, for sure. So for well, sure, well, did we do? Hold we on. did the Fantasy Factory from. We did Madison. Fantasy Factory. I think we've had we we all had that before with the unicorn. Yeah, yeah. shooting the world. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But at least with this, like I knew going in, like what I'm going to rate this already. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like well, I, I know, I, yeah, I know I what know. it's, 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 it's going to get. Already, I'm leaving but. my rating until we go a little bit further on this. Well, yeah, for sure. We only rate it at the end, but yeah. So we're going to talk a whole bunch of brewer stuff. Yeah. We're going to talk about which there actually is a lot of stuff to talk about, even though it's it's January. Uh, and then we'll get into our regular well, topics well, because we. And you know what? Let's make a pledge now that we can't. It's like a notary public, right? We're going to do this. It's going to be a verbal notary republic. We are going to do another episode before name the date. Uh, February 15th. Before February. I'm down with that. I think we can make that happen. And then consistently. So, you know, it's... Move that a little bit closer. Closer? Yeah, move it a little bit closer to you. So, anyway... Because we don't want to go without, you know, the the microphone. To be be forced in... (laughs) Right. 
God. What what episode was that? Like episode, Cam? I believe... Hold on, it was Blue Bobber I, I, was the last one that we did. No, it wasn't. It was episode 14, I think, 13 or 14, where we realized okay. that, that we weren't using the actual microphones. They weren't actually like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking well, up blue voices. blue bobbers when we were out on that the patio, on, on, and that was the big deck. That right, would have been the one. That would have been the one that we would have needed the microphone. We would have needed it then because yeah. Travis's deck is so huge, and we were so spread out. <laughs> People have partied in my deck. All the neighbors say, once. "Wow, that's a big deck." You get all the the wives coming over and saying, "Hey, honey, I wish your deck was this big." Yeah. Well, hey, Amy, I, I don't want to sound weird. Could I just see Travis's deck? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "She's deep. I mean, she's decent. Of course you can." <laughs> of course you can. Yeah. So we're we're hold I, on before we start. Go ahead. Hi, mom. That's it. Thanks. Uh, so we're gonna have an uh, on kind of on the fly new segment, I guess, about Amish stories. Apparently, at Holy some some point fuck. tonight. Um, <laughs> what I, successful podcast does not have an Amish? Story? <laughs> yeah. Oh, love oh, it. All right. I, All so right. Travis, I I kind of want to. Jump a little bit. Do you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Oh. Do you want to do that? Or do you oh, want to talk wow. a little baseball first? Do you... Let's talk baseball first. All right. I, um, so yeah. So we I, yes. Go baseball ahead. Baseball first. Okay. So yeah. We we've we just want to recap a little bit about what's happened in the in the Brewer season because pitchers and catchers report now in like a month. Less than a month. Not, absolutely yeah. not. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. So so we usually talk about like what some of the offseason moves have happened and you know they signed their their second free agent. Of the season today, yes. they, they made it official. So they've now signed Brian Anderson, Brian Anderson. and Wade Miley. Wade have Miley. been their two free agent signings, which <laughs> they've made trades. They made they did make some trades. They made some trades. Do you know the last episode we did was just at the end of the World Series, or was it after yeah. that? It, it was just the World Series had just ended, I think. Jesus. Or no, no, no. I think that was, well, whatever. But n- nothing had happened before that, right? Okay. Yeah. So, but I guess the big trade was the 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 threesome that they had with the Braves and the uh, the Athletics, right? When and and I I was working with you, I think I think we had some training that day, and I got the alert on my phone, and for yep. for a little while I was kind of pissed because the trade that happened is they traded away Estuary Ruiz, the guy, one of the key pieces in the Keep in the, the hater trade. trade. To bring in, uh, I'm always going to mess it up. It's William William Contreras. William Contreras, not Wilson. He's, he's a he's a catcher too, right? So the younger got, brother, yeah, William Contreras. And I kind of got pissed at first. I'm like, are you mm-hmm. fucking you know, William me? and Wilson the same family? Yeah, are they brothers? Yeah. I mean, use yep. some judgment. Yeah. Right. Well, no. hey, Will. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, judging by Wilson Contreras' judgment and attitude, I don't think there's a whole there's lot. There's not of, a whole lot of, like, family. No, I don't, yeah. Uh, right, Positive right. family well, influence well, well, well said. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, so I, I saw that, and I, I kind of got pissed because I'm like, so really we got one person in return for Josh Hader because mm-hmm. it's Gasser, the, 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 the guy who's going to be in the minors for probably two more years. So yep. I was a little it's, bit pissed it's off. It's going to be talked about for 15, me? 20 years. I mean, but, there's 30-year-olds now that are going to be sitting around – if they're smart and lucky enough to be doing a podcast like us, or cool enough mm, yeah. to be doing it, I mean, this is going to go down as one of those. Maybe it won't be the, you know, it's not Herschel Walker. I get that, but this is one that really has not been explained to anyone's satisfaction. Taking hindsight out of it, I mean, with foresight, real time, it's like this one did not make sense. So right, let me financial let me, locker room. It just. 
It didn't. Oh. Let me throw this out here, though. Okay. Let's say let's say the locker room and the, the disrupting of everything midseason while the Brewers are in first place doesn't happen. And, and they make this hater trade at the end of the season. Right. But instead of all of these pieces who the Brewers end up either trading away or not being a significant piece, and it ends up being at the end of the day this pitcher who's going to sit in the minors for a couple more years yep. and – William Contreras for Josh Hader. Do we hate that trade? I don't think we do. Yeah, that's how you have to look at it. You have to but, look but, at But what you're doing is you're predicating it on the timing of the trade. Right. Right. Yes. And and that's the thing. Right. Like ultimately, I think the it's timing's look, the biggest issue for most logical baseball. Right. Because we're it, gonna look at it and it's gonna be it's gonna be the worst trade of Stearns's career. It's going to be a terrible trade for um, for the Brewers in 2022. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, in terms of what the pieces ended up being for the next season, it's yeah. it's Josh Hader for William Contreras and this other pitcher. Yeah, and I and I get that the problem the problem that that I see with that is how, again how many shots do you get as a small market team. Like you don't right. get many. Well, we're, we're the Brewers going to win the World talk Series. About bites at the apple, and that was the thing that, huh? Nobody thought the Braves would win the World Series that, that year that they got in the That's playoffs. True. Like you don't know anybody could have gotten hot. Yelich could have suddenly gotten the hot. Packers Somebody could have gotten hot. Last Super Bowl win. They're a six seed. They got it. That's true. And they got in beating the Bears in the regular season, and it was just like, okay, they're going to lose first round. Who gives right. a shit? Okay, so yes, you can. That's true. Yep. It's like if the if, if like you said when the Packers beat the Bears to get in that yeah, year, if they had just said, right. you know what, even if we get in, we're not going to win it, so we're gonna you know rest a starter, whatever we're, we're going to do, and you don't even give them a shot. At least in the playoffs, how many teams you know get in? They said we just got to get in and get a shot. The Braves are the perfect example of that. Nobody thought even Washington last year they got they didn't win it, but they got to the World Series and were. Within yeah. an eyelash of it, get okay. in there. Somebody gets hot, and you and you get a shot when you and, and, when you and, torpedo and your what, season. And what was Washington's first eighty-one games? Yeah, right. When, <laughs> right. Yep. Not good. Exactly. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. My my, my point being, now you brought in William Contreras, and I was pissed when I saw the trade. But then I actually mm-hmm. did a little bit of research, and I didn't. I did not realize that William Contreras was as good as he was. He's good, and he's controllable for like, like four more the years. Better part of the half decade. I, exactly right. So you have your catcher in place. You turned a weakness into a strength. Mm-hmm. And as so many people pointed out, Estuary Ruiz was your fifth outfielder. And was completely blocked. Oh, yeah. Was completely blocked, which again begs the question: Why'd you trade for him then? Why? But whatever. But he's completely blocked. So you moved just him. Got three players, one of which is a is a future catcher or your catcher of the future. So great. How how much? And I I tend to give Stearns a benefit of the doubt, and he's no longer the general manager, and he's not making decisions anymore because he's going to be the Mets GM in a year and a half mm-hmm. or whatever it's going to be. But how much do you think there was foresight of if we can get these couple of players, we can flip them in the offseason for a catcher? Like, do you think the uh, William Contreras trade was a possibility? Like, they understood the pieces that needed to be done? Like, I'm trying to think, like, is I ultimately I'm trying to uh, lessen the hurt of the hater trade yeah. and thinking that there was some long term vision in that. 
I, I'm not, I mean, who knows? Stearns is a chess master and mm-hmm. probably thinks five moves, moves Be- ahead. Because the, the, the outfield was pretty much set when they mm-hmm. made that trade. Right. Like, mm-hmm. we all looked at it and said, why are we trading for another outfielder? Right. Like, we get this, you know, what, a Damien Lynette or whatever. Dillson Lynette. Yep. Yes. <laughs> but, like, what what is, what is the end? What is the end game for this? Yeah. Well, you know where I was going with that. It's where you went. <laughs> my, my guess is that they 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 love to assemble prospects and then trade for a yeah. proven outfielder You're like fucking no one. Beautiful. <laughs> no one. No. We're fine. We're good. <laughs> so yeah, I, and really, isn't that's pretty much what the off season. Recap is right. Is that trade because yeah, Wade Miley that trade, trade we <laughs> arbitration until so you know arbitration settling with some guys not settling with someone right which might be a topic that I bring up later. Um, oh the yeah 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 right. But I mean really that's it and that's all the Brewers There's can do is they they weren't going to sign anyone and, no. and and all that. So I don't know. I mean they're they're their offseason what you expected. Nobody expected them to sign anyone. Their roster arbitration class was massive. So yeah. yeah, now we have seven starting pitchers, which will be interesting to see how that goes. But well, and and as typical Brewer fashion, a starting pitcher is going to get hurt in the first month of the season right. and not return until September. So mm-hmm. you know you you have to go you have to go into the season with seven live arms for a starting pitcher and yep. And even if Ethan Small gets it figured out in AAA finally, then all of a sudden you have another Jeez. option there. So, God. And he was, he's lights out in AAA. He just hasn't developed it in the majors yet. Doesn't he scare you? Sort of that, that you know, quadruple-A pitcher who's mm-hmm. awesome at AAA but can never get it figured out. You in, know who was like that for a few years? Uh, I remember... Corbin no. Burns. Corbin oh, Burns was yeah, a lot yeah. like that. Yeah. Stud in AAA, couldn't figure it out in the majors. Took a little bit, but... Yep. Now look yeah. at him. By the way, the pitching ninja had like I think he put up a minute and a half of Corbin Burns backdoor cutters. Oh god. On silly. Just stupid, stupid so good. I think he called it like the nastiest pitch in baseball and yeah. he's he's not mm-hmm. wrong. It's just ridiculous. So uh the pitching ninja who once retweeted something of us and and shouted us out. The the pitching ninja. No. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, when I bought that pitching ninja shirt or the hat, and oh. I put it on our uh, on our thing or on Did our you really? tweet, he yeah, retweeted it. He retweeted it. That I was all that the marketing. That was <laughs> the that was the Jeez. most uh, um, uh, what's the inf- not influence, but whatever oh. they their yeah. metric of of whatever most viewed or whatever, viewed you yeah. know um, impressions. Oh, thank you. Impressions. Yeah. That was the most impressed uh, tweet we've ever had. When we oh, had the pitching ninja Actually, in our hand. Now that you say that, I do. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. We're big time, really. Yep. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about the off season? Brent Suter's gone. Do we even want to? That sucks, uh, doesn't it? It sucks Love a the lot. Guy. But yeah. he's he's in Colorado, so we'll see him a few times a year. Right. That poor bastard. Imagine fucking. <laughs> you're a pitcher. <laughs> you're a pitcher you're in Colorado. You're a soft tossing pitcher. <laughs> but he might have the. The way he can, he'll survive there. The, the way the they sure. Yes, he he doesn't. Um, he's got a better chance in a lot. He's of got a better out yes, there. He does. Yeah. Can uh, we can we finish baseball with our 2022 predictions and how we finish this? Oh yeah. So rehash what our rehash predictions what our predictions because I don't remember at all what we predicted. Yes. 
Yeah. All three of us had the exact same NL Central okay. uh, standings with the Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, and Reds. Okay. Obviously, the Brewers and Cardinals were flipped. Yep. Cubs, Pirates, and Reds, all the same. So all of us finished uh, alike with that. Okay. Josh had the Astros representing the American League and Did was I? the only one to get that correct in the postseason. Oh, okay. Josh, you are the winner of 2022 predictions. Yes, thank you. That's really good, Josh. Well, it's based on my knowledge of the game, yes. obviously. Yes, yeah, something like that. You had the Dodgers and Astros in the World Series. Mm. Uh, I had the Brewers and Angels in the World Series. <laughs> uh, Travis had the Brewers and the Yankees. So, mm-hmm. Oof. There you go. Nice. Well, I'm sure we'll make some really bad predictions when the the season starts. Travis, please talk about Aaron Rodgers. It's changed a little bit since I was listening to the Dan Patrick show this morning. And I'll tell you why. Tony Dungy was on Dan Patrick. And Tony is a Super Bowl champion, um, a media person. He covers, like, I think a lot of really important bases by anyone's. Unless you're an absolute idiot, you, you mm-hmm. respect Tony Dungy. So Dan Patrick asked him this question, and I don't think he expected probably the answer he got. And Dan had said something like, uh, "Will you take? Uh, would you take uh, Justin Herbert or uh, Burroughs for the next five years?" That gets answered. Mm. And he goes one, um, one, um, one game to win it. Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. And there's this big pause. Take that back. Fuck it. Dumbass. I messed up. One season. You got one year. Regardless of team. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. And he has kind of this pause. And Dan Patrick does a really good job asking questions that Mm -hmm. people don't really want to necessarily answer. There's this pause. So then Tony Dungy goes on for, it seemed like two minutes, but it was probably a minute, 90 seconds. And slamming Aaron Rodgers without slamming Aaron Rodgers. And here's kind of the way he talked. Well, um, you know, I, I know Tom more than I, I, I know Aaron. And, um, you know, Tom is always the guy that's, that, that's going to do that little bit extra. He's going to work with new receivers. He's going to be the first guy there, the last guy out. It's really, and he went on. And you'd have to listen to it to appreciate it. But he basically said, and this is, here's why I'm bringing it up. Here's an insider. He's an insider who's got an opinion. He didn't slam Aaron Rodgers. He didn't say that Aaron Rodgers isn't a good teammate. He didn't say that he doesn't work hard. He didn't say all these things, but he said all those things mm-hmm. in the way that he said it. And I think that's Aaron's reputation across the league, that he's a one-in-a-billion talent, and that he absolutely positively could have done more for his team or whoever he played for or whether it be it's not like Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have been a headache whatever team he 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 played for there's so much with with Aaron Rodgers but you know I was going to talk about him I was going to go on this big you know this big rant which I, I I feel strongly about but Tony Dungy in that short time just really summarized I think well he did a really good job of summarizing Aaron but I think that, I mean, let's be reasonable. Is his opinion not shared by lots of folks? Mm-hmm. I want to just point out one thing. The, the forgiveness, we all, I believe in forgiveness. We should all believe in forgiveness to some degree. But you need to like ask for it or be worthy of it. Aaron Rodgers gets forgiven by Packer Nation and mm-hmm. the entire world just... 
for no great reason. Now, Aaron Rodgers is just one of many in entertainment, sports, whatever. He's not the only one out there, okay? But that's just... Let's just label him for what he is. He's a narcissistic, really talented person who is looking out for Aaron. He's looking out for Aaron number one, two, three, four, and five. And these Packer fans that believe this bullshit, and they're and and Aaron is already starting to play a game. Now, let's be honest, he hasn't played that great. The same the same interview with Dan Patrick and um and uh well Tony Dungy left, but here's um you know, the, the, the show concluded, and then it went on to the, the, the Bill Michael show, and he's, he was talking about Aaron, and he says, you know, if I, if, I, if I buy a Corvette, I want Corvette performance. If I buy a Chevette, I know I have a Chevette, and this is what I pay for. But if I pay for that, and he, went, he, he did a, a really good job, I think, of explaining the, at the end of the day, Aaron chose Aaron first. Mm-hmm. And we did not get to this point Mm-mm. what we would want out of him. So mm-hmm. I'm, let me fast forward to the post-game press conference. And, you, you know, every time the guy opens his oh. mouth, it's, it's just this. But it's like, Aaron, instead of just saying, listen, I didn't have the best game in the world or whatever, it's immediately he's taking questions. Aaron, you're going to be back. This, that, and, he, and it is just... There is so many stuff. If you start digging into all of the annoying, shitty things that Aaron Rodgers said, it would take a really, really long time. But it was just this example of take a look in the mirror. Take take a look in the mirror, Aaron. You 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 mortgage the Packers' future with your contract. You didn't play well, and you are still the kingmaker. You you're controlling the the narrative. That's my rant. I, I could go on forever, guys. What do you, big picture? What what do, what do you think? So I I think there's. Uh... There's something really, really telling that we can look out of this whole thing. And I don't remember who said it, but I read it in a couple of different places. And um, when they're talking about Aaron Rodgers and his future and next season, Mm -hmm. and he said um, that I think that I could win another MVP. I saw that. And it went straight, straight to like, if Tom Brady was asked the same question, he would have brought that in a, a context of I think we could compete and win another Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers doesn't care about team awards, doesn't care about the team. He carries about cares about his own performance and what he could win. He cares about to the team to the point that he could be part of hosting or hoisting another Lombardi I, trophy. Yes. I, I saw that he quote. wants to and I took a, a, a screenshot of it to actually share with you guys and then i dug a little bit deeper and a lot of people were saying well hold on he was specifically asked about him and there's more to that interview so i i don't know because i didn't see the whole interview so that may be right however does that quote sound out of character for aaron Rodgers? not one bit i have no doubt that if aaron Rodgers were to go to vegas and win an, an MVP and then bow out in the first round, that he would feel very happy, very smug, and mm-hmm. very, uh, you know, in your face, Green Bay, I still had it. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he meant exactly the quote that, that you're saying, like, that was all he cared about. I don't think it's, that. But I, I truly feel that that's what he cares about is the personal yeah. accolades. And and it's the double whammy. I know that keeping Devontae might have been difficult anyway because he wanted to get to that area. And, and, and I understand that. But 
when you structure your contract as you do and you 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 limit you limit some contractual abilities whether it be free agent or, or whatnot mm-hmm. and then you do not you're in hawaii you're doing whatever and i know that's easy hey, it's doing all this shit it's like yeah, he he makes a really, really lot of money, but it's more than just the really, really, really lot of money. You control the success or failure of an entire he team with, if not the best fan base, close to the fan base, and you expect more out of him. Aaron, your football career, even though you're going to be out of it at a fairly young age, even though by football standards it's 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 a long age. it's you have no concept. You're the Jeopardy host. You're the guy golfing with Tom on this show. Although Tom, he does that and he's still, you know, he's gonna be in that room with his receivers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There are two dramatically different people. And and for Tony Dungy, and he wanted to be very careful, you could hear it in his uh-huh. voice. Tom Brady is what, five years older than Aaron, about yep. whatever. He yeah chose Tom Brady knowing that Aaron Rodgers has more physical ability and talent than Tom Brady has. Everybody will acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. So why do you pick Tom Brady? Why would most coaches or general managers pick Tom Brady? Tony Dungy wasn't the I'm looking for headlines. He's mm-hmm. like, this is truly what I would want. Mm-hmm. It's like, God... Fuck you, Aaron. Fuck you as a person. Without following the the Patriots, I I don't know that Brady's ever sort of slyly hinted that the front office needed to do more, or complained no. about no. All, all that. The and games hasn't do it. Hasn't he said you, he he controlled the world. See, and that's there. the thing. Like I don't remember the the Patriots bringing in huge money. Like I'll come like back if you bring these four or five people sure. back. And, and we're, we're not talking generational. There's a five year gap. But we're not talking forty years. We're not talking dip. Dick Butkus and Lawrence Taylor or whatever. Yeah, these guys are generally playing in the same gener. Listen, spot on, spot on with that comment with 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 Tom Brady. And that, let's take a little further. It, you know, again, we're not going back thirty years. Your Peyton Manning's, your Drew Brees, mm-hmm. your there's other. He is on a absolute island as mm-hmm. far as personalities go and yes it absolutely positively impacts the team and what he is forgiven for without being deserved of forgiveness this guy he he, has as many super bowl victories as trent dilfer trent dilfer and he'll he'll fall back on and jeff hostetler jeff yeah yeah he'll fall back on the you know i need help i need people around me and and yet he still insists on but getting fifty million a year, which one third to forty percent of the team's payroll. Sure, which <laughs> it, it, you know he plays both and, sides. And and Packer fans are more than willing to stand up and say the team doesn't do anything for him. And well, want, yeah, and, they, and, 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 and you know Randall Cobb came back because of Aaron. He had yeah. some other stuff. He got he got his way. There was a caller. It was a non-professional caller on Bill Michaels. It did a really good job. Of explaining how during um, uh, the, the the first year and um, uh, Aaron and his disrespect for Lafleur, where Lafleur mm-hmm. would during the first year for sure would like call him out, mm-hmm. and Aaron would snap back. But over the last two or three years, it's become much more one-sided. Where Lafleur's kind of been his bitch. It's like you know. 
And and I don't I kind of get that you know you're, when you're not an insider you don't know, but I think Lafleur is 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 tentative with him. Aaron mm-hmm. drives the ship. Aaron mm-hmm. is the yeah. personnel guy, the quarterback, the general manager, the president, and yeah. you know Green Bay is being different, but and he's been allowed to do that. Right. And you are selling out to to absolute horrible behavior. Yep. Yeah. Why? Because he still at any given day gives you a better day of winning than Jordan Love. And oh by the way, the numbers are look at what we just committed to yeah. a person that didn't deserve this commitment. I, I get it. It, it would it would have been really thin the last couple of years, whatever. Get that cancerous motherfucker out of there because he's a bad human being. And I know that it it would cost wins, but he's he has one Super Bowl mm-hmm. and one Super Bowl win. And doesn't poor, and poor play cut. in key games. He and, doesn't deliver in key and games. And refusing to do all the things that certain... Everybody's heard about Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know about the, the Mannings, the Drew Breeses, the Mahomes. The, you, you name the guys over the years. I don't know what they have done, but I can't imagine it's any less than Aaron Rodgers has done to prep people on his own time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Um, let's move on. I want to touch on this topic because, Justin, this is one that, that you brought up. And, I, mm-hmm. boy, did I have a hard time getting my brain around this one because it's a hypothetical that you pose that is so hypothetical and, like, out there. Right. It was, what if the Brewers signed Trevor Bauer? Now, granted, completely hypothetical because mm-hmm. we all know it won't happen. Right. And I'm sitting there just staring at those words thinking – it's what great, if they it's did? A great what question. If mm-hmm. they did, and it's almost like like trying to figure out what would happen if Putin was elected president of the United States. It's like the, right. it's so outlandish you can't even like mm-hmm. come up with reasonable things that would happen. Yep. So I. <laughs> so do you have some? Th- you're I, the one that came up some, with it. So I and and I, I thought about it for a little bit and. And we, you know, this conversation of Aaron Rodgers uh, kind of brings in it too, like that. So Wisconsin sports are unique. We have typically one professional team in per sport in Wisconsin, so we don't have a split fan base like the White Sox and uh, and the Cubs. We don't have three teams like California. It's, it's very unique in that the the Wisconsin fan base has one team to uh, to get behind and they are full bore supporting the team no matter what. So I, I look at a lot of this as the the Wisconsin fan base and specifically the Milwaukee fan base <laughs> is supportive of the team first mm-hmm. and then the players second. Like they, they look at I'm gonna support the Bucks 100. percent I'm supporting the Brewers 100. percent Regardless of the players on the team, and then if there are those superstars that develop, uh, I will support them on top of it. Giannis being one of them. Nobody gave a shit about Giannis when he got first got drafted. Okay. I mean, you knew that he could be a talent and things would be, but he he needs some development. Nobody were, was, was buying Giannis jerseys. Sure. But he became good, and now it's he's the face of the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Brewers signed 
Bowers, Bauer, I think there would be some questions as to why are you bringing this type of person in, but ultimately he'd end up being embraced by the fans. As long as he didn't rock the boat, as long as he didn't do anything stupid while he was with the team. Um, and, and I sort of look at Grayson Allen on the Bucks that way. Like, Grayson Allen is a shitbag. He was hated by uh, everybody when he played for Duke. And specifically, Duke played Wisconsin in the national championship, and he was a shitbag yeah. in that game. Nobody liked Grayson Allen. Nobody likes Grayson Allen. He's with the Bucks now, and you don't hear anybody of like backlashing the Bucks for him being on that team. You don't think of um, uh, of him being uh, somebody that they say they need to be off the team because he's a cancer. They've embraced him as a role player for the team and not just like I'm cheering Grayson Allen. I, I sort of think it ends up being that way. Like Mark Chamura didn't have issues when he was with the Packers, but things surfaced afterward about him sitting in a hot tub with high school girls. <laughs> and nobody goes back and says, I hate Mark Chamura. There's a lot of like acceptance for that. Like he was a part of he was a part of that team and nobody calls out the 1996 Packers as being a shitbag team because Mark Chamorro was on it. Oh, it's still so the 1996 does, yeah, Packers. Yeah, right. Like, so I, I think Wisconsin fan bases are pretty accepting of personalities for team first. And maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I have a perception that's not accurate, but I think a lot of fan bases would care about this i think the the wisconsin fan bases think team first and as long as he doesn't do stupid shit while he's on the team uh they get kind of a pass on their past i thought you were going to go a different direction in saying that wisconsin is a little bit different in that it's no man we haven't ever won a world series we Mm -hmm. haven't ever really been good but we draw a line to say no, like we're not gonna try to get over that hump in, by bringing in somebody like this. I and I I keep looking back as like Trevor Bauer was of, accused of things, never convicted in a criminal court. I think there's a lot of like leeway that Wisconsin Ford okay. sports fans. So I, I, okay. I'm torn. I am okay. torn. Like he's not a player that would typically like people would be going out and say, you have to sign Trevor Bauer. Sure. But if he does get signed, I think he ends up becoming a part of Wisconsin sports and you get that bubble of protection of now you're a Wisconsin sports athlete Unless you prove us otherwise, you're one of us. Here's why I disagree with that. Um, Trevor Bauer has not only not shown contrition, he's gone out of his way to continue to not apologize, to be out there on social media. He was talking about, can't wait for this season, I'm going to rip it up, right after he was like reinstated. like He is blatantly out there, not one ounce of... Hey, I'm sorry. Time to start a new chapter of my. It's it's mm-hmm. all. I'm out there. Here I am. That for me would never play in Milwaukee. Just would not play in Milwaukee. Yeah. So a couple things. Um, what 
Brewer fans would say right now versus uh, Trevor Bauer coming in in his first 10 starts, he's 7-1 and one with a 2.2 mm-hmm. ERA. Mm-hmm. That, that has a way of changing things, mm-hmm. and that's a shame. I think the thing about Trevor Bauer, and, and you brought up Mark Schumer and, 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 and whatnot, and there, there's, there's those, those stories. Trevor Bauer is, I think, um, uh, kryptonite's probably not the best term, but he's he is a uniquely there's not a not a lot of people in the Trevor Bauer category for what is acknowledged, and I'm not even so much talking about the icky stuff, mm-hmm. which it's out there that's almost mm-hmm. all going to be civil, if not entirely. Mm-hmm. He had teammate troubles going back to UCLA, and he had actually high school for that matter. There's stuff out there. I think Trevor Bauer might have an IQ of about 190, but he's also the guy that if if he did like an Idaho thing, it would be like, oh, not totally surprised by it. I'm not saying that's Trevor Bauer. What I'm saying is this man is odd. He's not a fun kind of Manny Ramirez kind of odd. He is. Right. He's, yeah. Right. And, and. I think, but with that said, I really do lean towards coach for the most part because I think that winning, if Trevor Bauer could be a key cog in a World Series run, people, and I would like to think I'm not one of them because Mm -hmm. I don't want him near my team, Mm -hmm. but if he became, if he became a brewer and I'm at a game or I'm watching on TV, I, of course, want Trevor Bauer to, to, to do well, and it's painful. I, I think Oof. it's, I think it's, it, it, yeah, I, I think um, um, there, there, I think there's more probably skeletons than, you know, that what's mm-hmm. even out there. Um, he might be an amazing talent that the baseball world, you know, there, there's precedent for this in other sports, but if there's a black ball, if there's been a well-earned one, you know, just do some research on this guy. But, yeah, to, to, I, I think it, it's sad. It kind of goes back to this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Nobody's saying Trevor Bauer and Aaron Rodgers I mean, but are, are the same, but they have this different, unique ickiness, yeah. right? And and I think I think Trevor Bauer in a Brewer uniform would probably taint the Brewers more than it would the Mets, the the well Dodgers where we know he wasn't yeah. and other places. I I don't want him at two million a year. What what do you what do you, Josh, you I mean Yeah I, I, I think we're not too far off. I, I, I think don't we're think on so. the same I, page. For, I, I think that if he actually put on this face of like, hey, you know, I need to move past this. I just want to be a pitcher I'm good, you know. I'll keep my mouth shut and just go out and do my job. I think yeah. you could make it in any market just by but, but shutting up. But, but I don't think show, that's... doesn't it show what talent can do that he's even still in the conversation and not completely kicked out. He he's Deshaun Watson on a lot of levels. If Deshaun Watson was your your nickel cornerback, we we know where he's gone. But, he he yeah. doesn't see a field. Let's... So it it does it does sell and. And yeah. let's look at oh, Wisconsin sports history. I'll, I'll name a name. What what pops up when you think of him? Paul Horning. One of the greatest players in Packers history. Right. Uh, they've got a building named after him. Gambler. Uh, he's, he got suspended from the NFL for two years for gambling. 
Like, so you don't you don't ever remember that of Paul Horning. You think of him as being a top ten Packers player of all time, okay. one of the historic what players. What was his? And I want to stop you. I, I don't doubt that. What was his? Gambling. What did he? He didn't Pete Rose it on the NFL, did he? Did he? Do I, some, was I he involved he was with in, mobsters or something? Or I what? thought he was involved in betting in the. Uh, let me look because I can't. Yeah. But hold on. Name some of the other names because I. Yeah, I want to hear this first. Some of the you said you said Paul Horning and were there some other Wisconsin sports names that you no no I was oh. just I was making the point of like Paul Horning being <laughs> yeah. he was a player for the Packers and got suspended because of betting came okay. back and he was he's okay nobody here's, ever talks about okay, Paul here, Horning here's and the betting. difference and and for me the more equivalent is Ryan Braun who who cheated oh, and, well, and well said and, yep. and and came back to the Brewers and and was for the most part embraced but here's the difference Ryan Braun was an established. Milwaukee Brewer when that happened they didn't sign him from another team after that scandal perfect well said I don't think you bring in I don't think I, I don't think that would be accepted and by bringing in this it would psychotic. be accepted Josh if he did great it would be not initially you're gonna have 70 to 80 percent plus of Brewer Nation scoffing at the idea Jesus yeah. it's not like we're bringing in Roger Clemens you know in his fourth year I mean He's not young anymore, by the way, right? right. I mean, he and he, what he's had a season and a half. Yeah, right. And and I think it, I think that would. I be, don't think you want to touch the guy. Yeah, right. And I I think it'd be easier to to swallow. That's what she said. If you hear that uh, if, swallowing, if he had he the says, if yeah. uh, if he had the ability to keep his mouth shut, to keep his head down, and just go out and do his job, I don't think no. And you talk about contrition, the type of stuff that he is. You know, that, that, let's be honest. He has really, really good legal folks. They're sure. kind of, they're kind of, that's just let time pass here. Right. There's no one really doing a great job of refuting the, the claims right. against the guy. Um, he's, he's a really odd, creepy dude. And when you don't get along with your, with the players in your mm-hmm. clubhouse, mm-hmm. and that's not to say that, name the picture, was it? Who is his UCLA teammate? Help me Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Thank you yep. very much. Fuck, I don't know about this guy, good, bad, or the other. But when you do not get along with people on your own team or most of when most of your team doesn't want anything to do with you, what kind of fucking cancer are you right. when you're one of the best people on the team? Right. You're not, you know, you're, None you're of not the, the, Dodgers you're not the long snapper. Back. That's what she said. You right. are, you're really good. <laughs> and when people don't like snapper, you, yeah. and when people are only tolerating you because of your talent, yeah. I, and I think that's Trevor Bauer. Mm-hmm. You know, this was, this was, oh. Uh, Paul Horning admitted to betting on horses, betting on college and NFL games to include Packer games, oh. and he only bet on the Packers to win yeah. games, though. Hmm. That that I do give a little bit of a generational uh, nod to. Yeah. Well, I just when did he play? Do, the 60s? 50s and 60s. 50s I mean, and 60s. They yeah. made, I bet he made 150 grand his big year and had to work on the so it's it's a little different, but yeah, no good question though. I, I think that, like, that that that's great. So so the overall summary I think is, you know, uh, at the end of the day, winning and success trumps a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, do you guys want to tell your Amish stories? The Amish. Because I think we got to do this. Then we'll take a break and yeah. do uh, statements never uttered. Yes. Justin, you have a 
There was Turns an, out a couple of them, actually. There, I have a couple Amish stories, and one was more recent than the other one. Who's, who's got two of them? That's so good. Uh, so right. the most recent one involved uh, Stephanie and uh, going, uh, this was Christmas Eve. Uh... Uh, her son was at her father's house in rural Augusta, between Augusta and Fairchild. Okay. I'm going to, to pick him up and uh, go to uh, a, a Christmas thing out in like rural bumfuck nowhere. Mm-hmm. So um, she sees this road after picking him up. That is what would be a you know a shortcut between two highways. Oh boy! Uh, what we what I didn't explain was there was a pretty massive snowstorm a couple of days prior this was and Christmas now blizzard yeah it was blizzard are, yeah. and then there was some uh some substantial winds afterward that um would be blowing snow over the roadway if you were out in the county so there's this you know instead of driving back down the roads that she knew were already plowed to get to a highway that she knew would be plowed there was a uh, shortcut to get there plowed. and she's driving down the road and it's nicely plowed and get over to the crest of the hill and sees a couple snow drifts and thought (laughs) i drive uh, a jeep vehicle that can climb summits of mountains watch the commercials (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and And says okay i will take this shortcut and uh, continue through these snow drifts so she makes it through three of the snow drifts it didn't see like one and two and decide maybe turn around and go back to the plowed rows we're just going to keep plowing through them and and finally gets to like number 13 or whatever it was four or five (laughs) and uh got stuck so, Jesus. Goddamn dogs. Well, Travis's microphone just fell. Just... Travis's mic threw, flew like 46 <laughs> feet and almost knocked over my beer. Jeez, that's going to be loud. That's going to be really loud, and we apologize for that. Move that closer, by the way. So, <laughs> so uh, she gets stuck, and... Uh, tries to like shovel out and it's not working because she's in like a four foot snow drift and the tires aren't touching the ground they're on top of snow like of course it is and the, i get this text message like i'm stuck like you're stuck what like, asking these questions like yeah. i'm working i can't get it's out a relationship there. What, question i don't know what i'm gonna do what in the hell so I'm, i i I'm, okay so i'm i'm getting play-by-play by text message and eventually pictures and video. Uh, (laughs) And and so I hear that uh, her son, Prince, gets just is beside himself and calls his dad, uh, ex-husband, to come help get her out of this snow drift. Well, in his his infinite wisdom, uh, he comes out there and misjudged the width of the roadway and also gets himself stuck in the ditch <laughs> not in a snowdrift. so of course in rural augusta rural fort fairchild uh uh female gets stuck son calls ex-husband to come get them out ex-husband gets stuck uh what comes and they're like well we're not going to call a tow that's going to be a couple hundred dollars to get us pulled out like what the hell is going on of course they get themselves stuck right outside of like an amish compound <laughs> And uh, Jebediah and his son and another guy come out with two horses and pull ex-husband out. And then they trot on over, hook up uh, hook up a chain or a rope or whatever to the axle and two horsepower 
Yes, because there are two <laughs> actual horses. Uh, pull uh, her out of the snow drift and back on her way. Yeah, and and I will drop. Interject, coach. I've seen video. It's. it's I've it's, got video of this, and that's they're not two fucking horsepower. That's like twenty. I mean, these horses is, were the real deal. They're big horses. They're, 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 they yeah. were obviously the work horses on this Amish they're compound. Draft, draft horses, yeah. And and pulling a vehicle. Okay, so. Chief. So you, it, this Jeep that's meant for off-road, meant for the climbing the summits. <laughs> for conquering uh, Mongolia. Like yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, get stuck in a couple feet of snow, which is why, <laughs> which is why we, we drove our Mazda here instead of the, the Jeep, just because it's supposed to snow tonight. I want to make sure we can get back. So, you know, there may not we be took, a horse available. We took the Mazda. Save the Jeep. I just, yes. I, I just, when, two, when you fucking horses when to you pull sent that out. coach my first thought was somehow some way get that to jeep as far as marketing oh, as god. far as marketing strategy you know oh god yeah i i just they would oh. bury that video and then sue to make it never available to the public this they'd probably and, be shutting down this podcast or even and it had to happen in rural augusta or rural fairchild whichever way you want to say it yeah uh, that a car got stuck in the ditch and needed Amish horses to pull it out, <laughs> as opposed to like, me- uh, you know, like mechanical things. Yeah. So and, and so, I missed a part where once they got ex-husbands uh, F one fifty or whatever whatever brand it is, you know, the the quarter ton pickup, um, which was also stuck. Which was also stuck when they got that out. Uh, they told him, "No, you're never going to get that." stuck that truck you never get you're never going to get the jeep out of the snowdrift with that let me get my horses wow that's so good i mean knew it. it's fucking amish good for them it's the amish <laughs> how much oh. that jeep cost i don't know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right, great story that's, that, that's that was the other one for next time okay very good uh you want to take a quick break and we'll go yes stay with we take, yes yeah all right we'll be right back. all right all right, we are back, and I had teased statements never uttered. However, we do we realize we have another Amish story that, quite honestly, cannot wait till the next episode. So, I just, and I don't want to give like multiple episodes uh, space to the Amish. We can just get it all in one okay, episode. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. this so, is the one that I had in mind when I put Amish story yeah. on the. On so, so I this was this has to be shit almost. 13 or 14 years ago okay. now so i get i get you know there was a neighborhood poker game that i would go to and we'd have you know people from the neighborhood you know about 100 houses or so we'd all get together 100 yeah there were about 100 houses in our in the episode so or in, in the, the uh uh neighborhood but not at the poker game no no no, no. <laughs> so no there were 100 uh houses in the neighborhood and so we would get people or some of the guys coming to play poker okay. so we'd get typically like 20 people at a poker game oh, once right. well. so uh one of the games that i went to they we were telling stories of like you know some crazy things or whatever and i don't remember how it came up but the guy's like yeah so you know how amish it's they're all like related in there and they don't so to continue on uh uh breeding they can't like have sex with each other and and have children because the genetics get all screwed up and the they need the to babies, open up the gene they gotta pool open up the bit. gene pool a bit so um the amish will put out like advertisements and it's a little more difficult now but um before it was like 
come uh, have sex with the women, produce babies, and we'll pay you. It's like in vitro, but like very crude. So to, to get to expand the gene pool, they would invite men that weren't a part of the Amish neighborhood to, to have sex with their their women to produce babies and they would pay them for the efforts this sounds like a joke are you a hundred percent hundred percent positive hundred percent this was dead ass serious i know when someone's joking around he's like no this is serious so he answered he answers this call and and um has sex with uh one of the neighbors that were in the neighborhood the neighbor Mm-hmm. Um, he says, yeah, they, they would pay $100 for you to come and uh, have sex with the women. And if there was a conception that occurred, they would give you another $500. So basically, you're a sperm donor and they're, they're paying you for doing it. So he's like, yeah, I've been doing this for a few years now and I've made a bunch of money on it. What I'm not telling them is I had a vasectomy five years ago. So he's going in there having sex with these women for a hundred bucks a pop, knowing that uh, he there's no way that he's going to impregnate any of them. And it's not like they're doing an MRI to no, confirm that no, you're no, absolutely not. And it's it's 15 years ago this at is this your point. Well, former neighbor in the neighborhood What's 15 years ago. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it was. It's Do you know his first name? I'm not asking for it. Do I, don't even, I don't even remember. He only showed up for like two poker games. So he wasn't like a regular. The, the, how, many, the, how many beers or shots does it take to tell that story? To tell that story for me? No, oh, for him. To for tell him? It. Oh, he, he was a few in. Like this wasn't. But you like, took it as authentic. You took it. it as I took viable. it as authentic. See, I took it, it as 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 being a realistic. Because I think Josh brings up kind of a oh he, boy that so, sounds like a wise tale. So and and over the years I've forgotten some of the like the minute the details that he said like or you details. Notice, you notice how he stopped in the middle of that word? He knew he I, couldn't finish it. <laughs> Yes, he he, he knows the transition to the minutia. You know what? I give more credit for how quick he transitioned because it's like he got to my oh fuck! I don't. I'm not gonna handle this. Good so, work, coach. So he, I usually stumble on. He ex uh, he gave explicit <laughs> details as where he would go for these things, who he would contact because people were like. Oh my God! They pay to have sex with women. Like it was one of those things where after a few beers, the guys were like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah," but without realizing like they're Amish women, and there's probably not. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. there's probably better ways. But I, I, it came across as very authentic, as like believable, uh, and I haven't questioned it because Hmm. I don't want to dig any. Further, you don't want it not to be it. true because it's a great, <laughs> it's a it's great an awesome story. story. Yeah, and and the the people, it's, it's so, a tell me it's true. I so one of yes. the one of the yeah. things that leads to its authenticity too is that after he ended up leaving, like there were a couple of us, and one of them I know, one of the guys I still know, and 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 is I'll let you know who he is after okay. we go on break. Yeah. Um, he was also there and. Uh, a closer friend or closer neighbor to that guy he goes like yeah that's real he's kind of a weird dude so <laughs> okay fair so enough. so i i 100 yeah. believe because i i trust the guy that told me that yeah, so yeah. it all comes together okay like, that, yeah. good. that that kind of sums it up because yep. 
Yes. He's kind of a weird dude. I like it. All right. Let's go on to our statements never Mm. uttered. Our favorite topic of all time. Travis, please introduce statements never uttered. Because you're going to be the hammer on this. You are the hammer. Yeah. So these are things that have never, ever been uttered unless you had a gun pointed to your head. All right. I'm going to start it out. Statement never uttered. Mom, route a lube. (laughs) Oh, sweet baby Jesus. That's what you're leading with? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, is that good. You just God. might have hit a top fiver. <laughs> My God. Mom. Justin. Mm. Jesus. That's quite a bar. It's a high bar. Any uh, police department administrator ever. Oh. oh. Uh. You're right. I don't actually care about the patrol division. <laughs> Oh, all right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Another mic drop, literally. (laughs) Travis, all right. Your first one. And now, with the 32nd overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh. (laughs) It's never been uttered. So so smart. (laughs) Simple and great. That's so good. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yes. That's that's awesome. Yep. Oh, that's <sighs> so good. Good. All right. Statement never uttered. Damn it, woman! Get your mouth off my ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not feel good about these? These are fantastic. <laughs> Oh, oh, shit. Uh, My next one probably would make more sense if we had this later on in the episode. So I'm going to ask you to give me some leeway with this and go back and listen to the whole episode. Do you you honestly want to save it? Sure. Let's Can we it. save my second yeah, statement ever uttered yeah, until let's, let's after put it the... the bank and then okay, we'll, yes, we'll yes. come back to it? So uh, number two for me will be oh. reserved. Oh, okay. Do you want to do your second, Travis? Yeah, this is a two-parter. I think the only time we've done it, a couple fellas fishing in a boat. Oh, good. My bait is stuck in the fucking tree, followed by, no problem, Dale. I'm fine. Reeling on my line and trolling into the rocky shore. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, fuck, it's happened. I ain't going to Jesus Christ. Sorry. It's hard to follow. <laughs> ball lick, Dale. You, how, how can you, how can you yeah, follow? You can't. <laughs> it, you can't. It's not even no, fair. No, it's not even fair. I'm going to go to a safe place. I'm going to go to a safe room. Where... Ooh. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> wow. That was, that was peanut. That was really peanut right. gallery. I got my last one. Time to jerk off. Let's see if I can find some WNBA highlights. <laughs> wow. You know what, Josh? This yeah, is I a good compilation. This is not, You're, this is not science, but your three, I don't know if there's that's really good. three that have been better no, in that's a really good. Fuck, I think you might have had three really top tens. Oh. Like, that was you really good. Thank you, guys. That was appreciate awesome. That, that was good. You. Jesus. Thank you. You, you, you know where most of these came from? And I told Justin, I literally, when I was at work today, I went through 
every episode that we did of statements yeah. never uttered right. to try to like get in the mindset right. and yeah. that's where it came from so that was Holy really good just as they say it's content in the business brother <laughs> justin go ahead do you know who megan hall is megan hall megan hall megan hall is the police officer from the eastern tennessee <gasps> ten- uh, oh. police department they got fired yep okay yep. so we all know who for, megan hall is for banging basically for everyone in the department their, yeah. and their wives yeah yes. okay uh this is her quote. Oh, I'm no. sorry. I value the sanctity of marriage, and I don't think it's appropriate to fuck my entire department. <laughs> Make it all. You do need the name. Yeah. I heard a rumor, mm-hmm. and tell me, I, I want to believe this is true. Just a couple minutes ago, it's, tell me it's true mm-hmm. that somebody went on Google Maps and put train yes. station at the yes, train station. Yes, it is. 100%. I saw it. Yep, 100%. Saw a screenshot of actual Google Maps of it. Yes. It happened. Put train it station happened. at her put police department. At the they department. Put train station. It was it was the uh, Laverne or whatever police yeah. department. Laverne, yeah, and underneath it, it said train station. Yeah. That's yeah, so, it's awesome. That's so good. All right. Here we go. All right, Travis. Hammer. Whoops. My dog usually doesn't do that. Your crotch must really stink. <laughs> <laughs> Times, right? Well, well, whatever. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, get over here. That's dog. adorable. <laughs> oh. Wow. <clears throat> well done, gentlemen. That uh-huh. was good. Uh, can we do some trivia? Yes. We'll please. do fill in the list. Let's please. All right. So this is the uh, portion of the the podcast where one of us will pose a question to the other two. We take turns and keep score. Uh, as we go on, this is my turn to pose the question to these guys. It's a sort of a top five, or they have to name five, whatever, and then I'll just kind of fill time as, as they get on. Mm-hmm. So here's the question for, for you guys. Um, first of all, you guys are aware of the uh, Little League World Series mm-hmm. in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And I'm going to pronounce this name wrong. I apologize. It's Howard J. Lamade Stadium. Lamade? I don't know. Howard J. Lamade Stadium. Um, the capacity is 40,000 people. It holds 40,000 people for a Little League stadium. Yeah. There are six, six major league ballparks that have a lower capacity than that. Name five of them. There's how many total? 40,000. And there's six stadiums in Major League Baseball that have a lower capacity than that Little League stadium. You have to name five of them. Okay give you a few minutes this is not a sports rant that i'm going to go on but it's a more of a society rant everybody my age and your guys's age bitches about the younger generation and rightly so however anybody who's spent line time in line at a grocery store or is just hung around with people 50 60 years old realize that the assholeness the selfishness the entitlement is not at all contained to the younger generation older people are some of the most entitled egotistical fucks that you'd ever want to meet yeah there's a lot of 20 year olds who think that 
the world owes them something and they don't have to work for it. There's also a lot of 60-year-olds that, that feel the same way. Just because a 20-year-old might be an asshole, you're also an asshole at 60, and all that proves is that you've been an asshole for 40 more years than another person. Take a look at any fat fuck walking out of a huge pickup truck who parks over three parking spaces, and you, sir, are a 20-year-old that doesn't give a fuck. Young people today deal with a whole hell of a lot more pressures, social pressures, school pressures, sports pressures than you ever had to deal with when you were their age. So young people today do more with school, they do more with sports, they do more with volunteering than the older generation ever, ever had to do. So of course you can single out the young people who are complete jackasses and you hate them. However, for every one of those, you could probably find two of people 50 and above who are just as bad, if not worse. So, I think I've gone on long enough. Do you guys need any more time or do you think you're good on this one? Uh, I think I'm good. I, okay. So, teams... I got like teams and stadium names intermixed. To like, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to know I'm the name of the okay, name of the stadium. Mind. Yep. You ready, right, Travis? You're gonna go. Yeah. Uh, Fenway, Wrigley, Pirates, and this is where it gets sketchy for me. I ended up going with Coors Field and Camden Yards. And Camden Yards is um, Baltimore. 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 Thank you. Please say those for me one more time. Boston Red Sox, uh, Cubs, Pirates. Um, Camden Yards, Baltimore, and Coors of Field, uh, Colorado Rockies. You got two of them. I've got. Uh, do you want team names? Is that easier? Uh, it's easier if you give me cities, but Boston, Chicago Cubs, Toronto, New York Yankees, Baltimore. One. Fuck off. PNC You're is one of them. Serious. Yeah. Here are the six stadiums less than 40,000 capacity. Pittsburgh's one of them. Boston's another one. After that is Minneapolis, the Twins, Kansas City, Miami, and Cleveland. You know, I got to tell you, there's... Okay. Okay. Most of those are newer parks. Yeah, that's strange. Which tells you that they're building them smaller, probably... Minneapolis was was on my radar since I hadn't been there. Same again. The Pittsburgh, Minneapolis, Kansas City, Boston, Miami, Kansas Cleveland. Kansas City, I wouldn't have come close. No, it seems fucking enormous. Yeah. I, I just have to wonder if they're doing something with what they make available. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, I mean, seriously, what they make available and sell tickets for. So Cleveland is okay. Progressive Field that's a little bit newer. Miami's Should a little, a little bit newer. Target Field's a little bit newer. Pittsburgh's a little bit newer. The old well, one is Fenway. Fenway. That, and that's where I... Well, how where many, I how many would you have gotten, Josh? Me? Oh, that's a I, I, I wouldn't have named... Yeah, Fenway would probably be the one that I would have gotten. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it's a great question. I felt... Really you know, when when I got done, I'm like, I have four, maybe five. I felt really good about yeah. it. What's Wrigley? Boy, it, what's uh, Wrigley? Wrigley is right in the middle at 15. You want to know the top five? Sure. Number one, Oakland. Oh, it's enormous. Largest yeah. stadium, yeah. 
Capacity-wise, yep, the Coliseum. After yep. that's Dodger Stadium. Yeah, it's big. Then's Yankee uh, Yankee Stadium. Okay, which so I was even, even the current one. Then is Coors, they can, they sell it. which I think you had on there. Coors Field in Colorado. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. And one, five, which I never would have and guessed as a top five, is uh, uh, Chase Field in Phoenix. Really? Arizona, yep. You went on a big roundabout. Uh, around yeah, I, I just area. I really fucked up. I just wow, that's a good question. That was weird. That's a great question. That's crazy. That's By the way, Milwaukee, Milwaukee is 14th, one spot above Wrigley. I and I always thought uh, uh, Miller Park, American Family. No, if it's some, Miller, if Miller Park. Asked me, was like, bigger than Wrigley. What's the Yankees? Mm-hmm. New versus old. Mm-hmm. I know it's less than old Yankee, but it's like you know it's still huge because they can sell. Because they so I I always thought. I thought, and I forgot. Great questions. Yeah. You 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 called, or somebody said, um, uh, Camden. Camden. That's ninth. That's ninth. Top ten. Yeah, at least that's kind of in the top part, top ten yeah. smallest. Top ten biggest. I'm sorry. Yep. Top so ten biggest. Biggest. Yeah. Where's Toronto? That's uh, big, right? That's big, right? I don't. It's not bigger than Toronto, Miller Park. Oh, they're not gonna. What what's it called now? Sky it's Park. Actually hard to Sky Center something. Center you, you or w- Rogers Field or something. You wonder if you don't take the top three on either end and then you start splitting hairs a little bit. Sure. But wow. I think I was I I felt good about this, but failed. So <laughs> after <laughs> holy shit, look what I this is the U.S. baseball stadiums. Look up the capacity of of Sky Dome of Rogers Rogers Field. It may be. That may have thrown shit off, but I bet you it's I bet you it's large. Is it Rogers? I think it's Rogers yeah. Field or Sky Dome or Rogers Arena, Rogers Center, Rogers. Oh, man. Rogers Center might be it. Great question. Great question. I would never. I, I would never have guessed that Williamsport, that little league stadium, was had more capacity than any of them. I knew See, that, how, of course, they put a lot of people in there. But. I mean, Pittsburgh, and we've talked about it before, is my favorite and the favorite of tons of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, boy. Yeah. Rogers Center capacity for baseball is 49,282. 49,000 would have put it at fifth, actually. <clears throat> so 49,282? In the top five. It's more than Chase Field. Yeah. And wow. you know what? For what it's worth, Toronto baseball fans are real baseball fans. Yeah, yeah. don't don't make a mistake of thinking it's just hockey because they they do actually care about their Blue Jays. So it helps when you win back to back World Series too and build that fan base of. Is Miller Park Miller Park's at forty five ish, right? Uh, Miller Park is at forty one nine hundred, so forty one thousand nine hundred. Jesus, if you go into, think have either of you to Benda PNC Pittsburgh? No, you'll. Make it a point at some at, at some juncture, but uh, you a get the feeling it is small, but you also get the feeling every seat's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, so PNC Park is great. Target Field, never been there, but I've heard it's a it's a, it's a uh, great park. I've been there. It's nice. It's very nice. Yeah. Uh, you've been to Cleveland. Is that a nice park? Oh yeah, it was one of the cookie cutter places twenty five years ago. Now I was there. Almost 20 years ago. That was when it was Jacobs Field, It's right? gone through 20 name changes, but yeah. well, it felt smaller. You know, you got to realize that but 90% that's a, it's a of small the games one. I had ever gone to were County Stadium, fifty-two or 53,000. Progressive County in the bottom five. And you wonder, you get, you get the point. It, I almost get the feeling that it's, okay, here are the seats that are, like, decent, and some of these places have the, it's very, very, you, you got to, 
we'd have to make the playoffs for these seats to be filled. Yeah. But all right. What a great. Where where is Texas, by the way? Don't ask me why. Uh, right in the middle. Yeah, right in the right. middle. Hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Hold on. Let me bring up uh, the itinerary. After 11 weeks, uh, oh. Josh and I are tied at 16. Travis is at 14. I, I picked up one on you, right? We've got we've got one more week uh, to make it all even, and I'm reading, so presumably Josh will take so the lead So if I get on one, I'll one. take the lead on, yep. on you. All right. Fun. You, you would, Good I mean, deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys want to do next? You want to talk your by ma- the, your mom? Thank you. Um, by the way, robot umps next year in AAA. Robot umps. Let's talk about robot umps. Oh. I like that. So that I'm that's so clarify what we're talking about. Okay. Balls and strikes. Balls, Balls and strikes. strikes. Yep. The go, Travis. Oh, you no, got go, no. Go. I was just gonna. I was just gonna explain uh, kind of the concept behind it, or what what the nuts and bolts of it is. Okay. The uh, uh, artificial intelligence. There's there's video. There's cameras. Uh, presumably between six and twelve cameras that are set up um, around the stadium to create a strike zone. Uh, the uh, uh, artificial intelligence. Um, cameras determine what is a ball and strike and will relay that to the umpire who's wearing um, AirPods or something similar to that. Uh, When the pitch is thrown and the catcher catches it, the uh, artificial intelligence tells or whoever is operating it tells the umpire whether or not it was a ball or strike. The umpire at that point relays whether it was a ball or strike does the umpire have the ability to overrule it or is he at the mercy he is of the... listening to what the computer says whether it's a ball or strike there is no so he doesn't so, have to. so the ump the umpire has the ability on a foul tip mm. on a check swing mm. that sort of stuff to sure. uh, alter the call but when the pitch comes in um, the computer or whatever is coming across the PA or the, the AirPods yep. um, calls ball or strike, the umpire is calling what it said. So so my thought <laughs> is... All the umpires are
So, so my issue is this. You watch a baseball game, and it's so damn common to hear an announcer talk about a particular umpire is calling the low strike, mm-hmm. the outside strike. You're not giving a pitcher this or that. And some umpires, I mean, listen, they're human, right? They might just be making mistakes, or they have just decided on their own this is how it's going to be for a certain game. I can't stand that. There is nothing wrong. We, we, we have replays in all of these sports to where if you watch an NFL game and a little bit of green turf comes up, and you know because there's the precision, we can do this. Let's do it right. These umpires have an incredibly difficult job. If they're very good at their job and are very ethical, they're still going to miss a certain amount of pitches. Mm-hmm. That's established in the zone. That, 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 that's incorporated. And let's do this right. And... Um, if we do this five years from now, where it's in Major League Baseball, maybe less, who the hell knows? Ten years from now, we're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? We let umpires decide these pitches mm-hmm. that are sometimes going 98 miles an hour. No human being can be as good as we expect them to be. Right. And that's not right. So I'm all in favor of it. Coach? Yeah. When, I, when I wrote the notes for this, the first three words that I have written here is love this idea. I absolutely love this. This takes the Angel Hernandez. And, and I take screenshots of the umpire ratings. There's a, a Twitter site that does the umpire ratings uh, for every single game. What their consistent zone is versus what is actually real in the zone and what their percentages are. It takes the worst umpires out of this. You get true balls. You get true strikes. You take the um, you know, the, the, the commentary in the third inning where the umpire is calling the low strike today, you know, referring to the ones that are one or two inches below the strike zone. You're taking that all out. Hitters have this consistent area where they know is going to be a strike and they can focus on that. It, it, it's, yeah. uh, it, there's consistency. And, and you know, Travis mentioned uh, other sports and replays and, and all of us. Tennis has been doing this for a decade yeah. where if there's a close call, they, they don't even need to call for a review. They have cameras that can show what part of the ball when it hits the ground and expands, if it touches the the uh, the, the paint line, at yeah. all, and if if baseball isn't willing to do this, they're falling behind in professional sports. Well, can I can I add one thing? And I, I don't want to interrupt you, but it's before I forget. Here's what makes this unique: we all like accept the replay at first base on a bang bang play or or, or a, a um, um, play at the plate. Every single pitch matters mm-hmm. if you yes. have a consistent strike zone you take out a huge part of things that can go wrong yes everybody remembers that oh my god it was a split second the umpire missed it okay we have we have a review to correct that hopefully there is nothing in place as we speak for the 300 pitches thrown every game that dictate the entire game. And right. we, Let's fix it. We all remember uh, the Brewers game, Kyle Schwarber, yep. when he loses his mind because the... It wasn't well, a Brewer game. It, it was the, the National... The National... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Nationals game. They were, it was, it was, it was Hernandez, Sunday. right? Yes. Yes. Angel Hernandez, where Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber loses has a bitch mind. Ever. Right. And it's right. just like, you have it, to do better. It brings the consistency in the very basic part of the sport and 
uh, it uses technology, uses the advancement of human nature to make the game better. We're not talking about taking discretion yeah. away from the umpires, calling uh, you know check swings or whatever. There's still human aspects of being the behind-the-plate umpire that right. calls at the plate, but- check swings, foul tips. You know, There's still that human element that needs to be there, but you're taking that very very loose interpretation of the rules of the game and you're taking that away well said but we've already taken that away because we have acknowledged that a human cannot get near 100 percent on a bang bang play in real time they cannot do it 50 years ago when when pitches were 85 miles an hour and not breaking the way they were sure um that that was probably good but you you were talking josh earlier about the minute and a half replay or whatever that the pitching ninja had of corbin burns's uh splitter and the the and and that moves in a way that you're never going to see a 1970s replay happening yeah and 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 to your point travis every pitch is important so that they made the point like a play in the bases is important. How many times since replay has been in that you've seen a throw beat a runner, but mm-hmm. they did a little shimmy and got, got to the bag and they ended up going to replay and call them safe. Right. Is there any difference between on a one, one pitch, a ball is called a, str- a ball or a strike. Oh, it changes an entire at bat. Yes. And it's that's going to happen. That that's yep. going to happen 20 times a game yes. where that play at first base is going to happen once, if not twice, maybe. Yep, exactly. So good. I'm good. Yeah, I love the idea. I'm curious, to your point, Travis, if it's five years from now or if it's next year on whether or not that gets you know what? I think it's going to be fairly quick. I think it will because be because it was People. in a couple. It was in a couple of ballparks in AAA. Uh, we went to a uh, Nashville Sounds game that it, or uh, yeah, Nashville Sounds game that it was implemented, and a couple of these rules really? were implemented. Oh. Yes, I I think this is if it's successful in all of AAA. Uh, in 2023, I think it is in Major League Baseball by 2025 yeah. at the latest. Boy, that's pr- that, that's pretty quick. If I'm an umpire, I want it. I don't want to fuck up a game. Right. I, right. I uh, if I'm a good umpire, I don't have an ego that says I want to be the show. Right. I want you know I want things I I want things right. 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 Yeah, because it takes it out of your hands. Like, dude, like don't argue with me. Like it beeped in my ear. Like, sorry. Like, the only the only question I would love it. The yeah. question that I umpire. the yep. one question that I have is for pro, uh, proven personalities that might be uh, fuck this like I don't know Angel Hernandez. Sure. If the, um, well, the person in the oh, ear is deal, saying then you deal with the individual right, yeah. but and, and, and the, what's and, the what's the recourse if he says no this was for sure a ball or this was for sure a strike See, and the thing in the ear is the saying a ball though, coach. That's the right, but I, that's, and, and it could happen what's could what's happen. the recourse that uh for, well, for did, a role you know player. what it is is if you make the 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 computed computerized ball or strike call available to like the the broadcast Yes, if it do. calls it a strike, we but the umpire says yeah, ball, then you go like, that, "What the that's fuck?" Out there, it's yes. not that big of a stretch. And those poor fucking umpires, I'll tell you what. Ugh. How would you like to go to umpire a fucking baseball game, Ugh. knowing that every person 
in the TV land, not in the stadium necessarily, right. knows if you missed a 92-mile-an-hour pitch by a half an inch. Yep. Oh, God. Jesus, that is not fair, it's, and it isn't it's right. not. I, I remember I back, think most are going to welcome it. I really do. Yeah. Back when uh, John Cruck used to be on, like, the Dan Patrick show on right. radio, yeah. he talked about, like, he was up at bat one time, oh. and, and there was a pitch that was clearly a ball, yeah. and then the umpire went, you know, strike! Yeah. And then he said the umpire immediately went, strike! Fuck! You right. Did. And knew, he, knew he fucked up, and then the pitcher threw it right down the middle of the next pitch, and the guy went, ball. Yeah, but... Because he, he knew he... And that's fine. Right. Fuck, that's I missed that one. But the, but the yep. whole makeup stuff is just not acceptable. Right. Right. Yeah. But as time goes on, the millions becomes tens of millions, and then it becomes hundreds of millions. It has to be right to the best of your ability to get it right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, let's move on. Let's do a dumb and arrogant athlete quote. Oh, yes, yes. Shall we? We usually start with the uh, dumb quotes. Do you guys want to start I got out a dumb on this? Quote. You got one, I'll Justin? Okay. Uh, Everton uh, Soccer Club, oh. if you, if people don't know, that's a European English Premier English, League club. Yeah. Well, They're English Premier League right this now. year, maybe yeah. in the Championship League next yep. year, but... Uh, Everton, whom uh, uh, the U, uh, Minnesota United, uh, Minnesota United, United uh, demolished in a friendly mm-hmm. last summer, uh, forward Theo Welcott said, I've been consistent in patches this season. <laughs> consistent in patches. patches. The definition, the definition of, of not consistent. Inconsistency. Right. See, Travis. You used the multi-syllable one, and right. I just chose multiple <laughs> words. Travis, you got one or you want me to go? Go ahead. All right. Uh, this comes from Twitter. Who is the, I can never get the guy's name right. I think it's DeMar Hamlin. Is that the guy that collapsed on the field? DeMar Hamlin, yes. DeMar Hamlin. Yes. There's a couple of tweets that got thrown out immediately oh, fucking hell. after that. This is another reason why old people should not be on Twitter. Oh, no. Uh, the first is from Skip Bayless. Oh, who's oh yeah. Oh, hard. Yeah. You see yeah. This, one? Yeah. Yeah. this is literally while... Um, Demar Hamlin is being worked on while they're performing CPR yes, on him on literally the field. Working on him. His tweet: No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. Dot dot dot, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Yeah, because you read what you were typing and thought, "Huh, maybe I shouldn't. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be such a douchebag." And still hit send. Hold on, Travis. Yeah. There's another one. Yes, from that incident. This one's even worse. Oh no! And from an even older, so bigger idiot. I would argue that Skip Bayless Mark is guy. a is a uh, candidate for douche of the week based on that. But let's continue. Sure. Uh, Dick Vitale tweets a lot. Oh no! He also tweeted. After Demar Hamlin collapsed and almost died on the field, I did not know this. Yeah. Oh no! The next day, he says, "Last night, the focus for most sports fans was the heartbreaking situation concerning Demar Hamlin. Certainly, like many, that is all I could think about." Right, Dick. Lost on many were two fantastic efforts as Rutgers basketball edged oh, Purdue Jesus basketball, Christ. and Donovan Mitchell went for seventy-one in overtime for the Cavs. No. In the same tweet. Dick no. is like fucking 90 now. You'd like to explain it as he's lost his fucking mind, but screw you, Dick. That's right. terrible. That all tweet, by the way, went to Notre Dame. that yeah. tweet is still up. He didn't delete it. That's terrible. He just left it up there. And I Dick Vitale tweets like 18 times a day. I hadn't heard that. That's terrible. That's, yeah. that's 10 times Skip Bayless. Right. I it know, is. Yeah. Wow. 
And by the way, this is nitpicking, but he used the term heartbreaking situation. In, in a, a, in, in, a, in a guy having CPR his on yeah. his chest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you can't use the term like explosive news coming out of Beirut when a bomb goes off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't right. use. Is it, is it that much different on a different no, level? Not. It really no, isn't. It, it really isn't. Wow. Yeah. I I had not heard that. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. And didn't. Thank, thank you for bringing that up. And, 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 I hadn't heard that either. And funny, nobody at ESPN brought that up because because Dick Vitale is their prodigal. It's right. Dick Vitale. Yeah, Dick yeah. Vitale is kind of paternal-ish. You'd kind of wish he'd really go away quietly, right? But oh, it's Dick Vitale. Yeah. And it's a shame because Dick hasn't had good content for at least ten years, right? And yeah, it really. No, has I mean seriously. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And, and you know, it, it's an old shtick. And and I mean, and you know what, Bill Walton. Is at least fun to listen to yeah, and entertaining. Dick Vitale is just no. A, I mean, it's listen. Pain, I mean, it's been I'm, painful yeah. for a bit. I'm older than you folks, but I remember the Duke North Carolina games, and and yeah. Dick was 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 tripping over himself oh. with Duke. You yeah. know, I mean, just Gro- tripping over. It was you know, well well deserved criticism that he got for that. The guy had some ability, but. From what I understand, he was a good high school basketball coach. If there's more to it, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I think Dick's a decent human being. That's just he's older and growing. Growing up, I remember Dick Vitale and, and, and it being like he was the diaper the, dandy and all yes. the fucking other stuff. It was just it was almost like Chris Berman repeat the same. Yes. Yeah. Same catch doubling lines. Rumbling, rumbling, rumbling. It's like yep. fuck yeah. that. Your shtick is old. Be is it creative. not painful so, to yeah. hear Chris Berman like sometimes? It's Chris, just, yeah, uh, Chris, Chris Berman can fuck off. Oh. By the way. All right, Travis, you got your dumb quote. Yeah, I do. It's a dumb quote that I changed. And, and oh. you know what? When you brought up what you brought up, such a serious thing. I feel like oh, an sorry. Asshole, yeah. So my dumb quote isn't a dumb quote. It's a dumb act. Okay. You guys remember Gus Verrat? Do you remember I Gus Verrat? Yeah. Yes. So I'm just like, you I know, know, I think I know I where you're thinking, going. It's not just dumb fucking yeah. statements. It's really dumb stuff. So Gus Verrat, you know, headbutted. Uh, I'm going to read this from yeah. like in real time. On a crisp fall evening in 1997, the Washington Redskins and the Giants were, they were 0-0 late in the second quarter. On third and goal, he scored to break the tie, and then he headbutted the padded wall. Yep. And as you know, he didn't make the rest of the game yep. because of injury. because he jammed up his yeah, neck. Are you guys Are you guys okay with changing 100%. like yeah. actions? I like that. Oh yeah, I like that. I yeah. took a freebie there. No, no, I like it. All <laughs> right, you. so now we have these lots arrogant Ibrahimovic, arrogant athlete quotes. So Justin. I, this isn't. This is sort of arrogant. It's not really. But uh, since our last podcast, we lost a legend in quotes, uh, lost a person who uh, I will, and when I would train new employees, I would make sure that they listened to this guy at hmm. least once or twice, especially if they weren't married, on his advice of getting married. Okay, uh, Mike Leach. We lost oh, Mike Leach yeah. since. Holy shit! Some Great of his, point. Why didn't we? Some of his um, quotes and some of his um, media—it's—it's uh, fantastic. And there's uh, uh, there's one of the new guys that I trained um, that he will always remember and always brings up candy corn. 
yeah. uh, and, and Mike Leach is like, because I would play this without stop, like, listen to this before you get married. Uh, this is great, uh, great material and great things you need to listen oh, to about so the good. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Leach uh, said this. I've specifically concentrated on not concentrating on this, and up to this point, I've done a really good job. <laughs> Mike Leach, Mike I think Leach, has an IQ are. of 200, by yeah, the way, if you listen to his stuff. Fantastic. He's a one in a million, and outside of the James family from Texas Tech, Yes, I, I don't know what he did on a day-to-day basis. You, you fall victim to, like, falling in love with someone you don't know everything about so could there be shit with mike leach isn't cool yeah of course there's but jesus this guy was an absolute you know mold breaker at a minimum uh, right absolutely he brought he brought the air raid offense to uh the ncaa uh created uh 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 uh, quarterbacks that shouldn't have been drafted as high as they were, but they were because of his offense. Right. And on top of that, on top of the intelligence that he brought to his teams, uh, he was a funny fucking guy to mm-hmm. listen to. And and listening and it wasn't to his just the marital advice, but no. he talks about candy. He loves candy. Candy is great. Smarties, Smarties and, and and the you could tell the, he gave it thought. The he gummies did. and when he talked about the mascots of the Pac-10 and oh. which ones would be the winner of a fight between all of them. Right. Just just go ahead and search Mike Leach and, uh, and, and he just do it. Oh, guess we could start awesome. talking about it. I think if he brought up ten teams, like seven or eight of them, was just funny as shit. And I think he did it off the cuff. Oh, and, absolutely, and he did. The, the best oh, part absolutely. is that he he yeah. never like broke a smile while he was doing it. He no. gave you the same breakdown on candy corn that he did on on the cover two. Right. Do you know what I mean? It was right. all dead. His affect was kinda... all the same. Yes. His face and was I just serious. Hope he was, was as just... good a guy as I think he was. I right. hope he I can't just, I can't believe he was. I can't believe God, that he was I can't please, please tell me he was. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe that he wasn't. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. All right. Josh uh Travis, Travis has an arrogant answer. I do have one. Give me fifteen seconds here. I I'm I'm multi fasted here uh, I call it arrogant because it fits our category but this person um, is a different category for me it's Larry Bird <laughs> hundred years ago whenever the hell it was a three-point shootout when somebody gave a shit about the uh, yes all-star yep. game right yep Larry Bird, he came into the opponents in the locker room. This is confirmed by others. Yep. He looks around and says, who's coming in second? And yes. I believe he said, which one of you motherfuckers is coming in second? That wasn't here, but I think he did. I'm pretty From sure he Christmas, did. Christmas, Indiana. Yep. yep. Did you yep. ever hear Larry Bird, or I shouldn't say it, it wasn't Larry Bird talking about it, but others talk about his Indiana recruitment and Bobby Knight. And how he was just another guy, and he just really, as we know, he, he did he did Indiana Good State, board. not Indiana, but yep, yep, because he was, you know, he was a really really good player in a state that really loved <laughs> basketball, yeah. mm-hmm. and Bobby Knight had a chance to like maybe talk him out of leaving and going to Indiana State. And Bobby Knight, and, and, and there can be two ways, because you're never going to know he had Larry Bird, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. He was just some guy that's just like, eh, I'm not fitting in here or whatever. Yeah. And Bobby Knight refused to like have a talk with Larry Bird. And really? 
I, I, Whoops. I get it. Who knows? Who everyone knows? misses. Everyone misses on a on a prospect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's you a good can, story, right? right? So, yeah. Larry Bird. When they talk about his trash talk, I will tell you. And I know we have Deion Sanders on our list here. For whatever <laughs> reason, the way that Larry Bird trash talked just amuses the shit out of me He's, when you hear these stories. Because it was Midwestern white guy Nobody trash knew what was happening yeah. because of how he did it. It was yeah. Midwest but white trash talk. Up, he backed up like yeah. just about everything mm-hmm. he did. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, the Josh. Zlatan arrogant athlete quote. Justin, uh-huh. this is complete credit to you because it's not a direct quote, but it's the, the story that you sent us via text message about Zlatan when he oh, came yeah. to L.A., to the yes. L.A. Galaxy oh, I love and it. played for them. Oh, God, I love Zlatan. Right? So Zlatan took like a you know full-page ad out in the L.A. Times saying, you're welcome for, <laughs> for coming to L.A. <laughs> Before he even played a minute for him, right? You can't make it up. Can't make it up, oh, but then, awesome. you know. And he backed it up. And, but that's not the best part. It's not backing up. Le- just, LeBron yeah. James then yes. sent Zlatan one of his jerseys. I oh god, this has got to be my favorite story of all time. Right. So Zlatan, being Zlatan, accepted the LeBron James jersey, signed it, and sent it right back to LeBron. <laughs> because that might be one of the best things I've ever what, heard. Uh, right what guy. did because uh, of the people involved? What yeah. did because uh, LeBron sent it back, and then uh, Zlatan sent it back like. The uh, God sends the king back, or something. No, no, like no, no, no. He said, um, uh, "L.A. now has a God and a king." Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yes, so, L.A. has a God and a king. Yep, yep, yep. Sent <laughs> so good. Sent the LeBron jersey right back to him yeah. with Zlatan's God, signature. I love that, that guy. Was, oh, Do I, you, uh, you remember when Travis? We have a uh, text stream with another guy at work who's a big soccer fan. And he dared to slander Zlatan's name in this he did. text stream. Marcus. Marcus is his name. And <laughs> I, I'm not did. sure how quickly I could find a GIF for a yellow card. Yeah. But I found it he right away. He did it twice. We red carded him. And I yeah. think we almost just uh, completely disbanded him from and the I'm, text Yeah. Right. And, and I'm, the, I'm the 90-year-old get off your lawn as far as behavior on the field. And I don't back down from that. But he is different with me. Zlatan mm-hmm. is different with right. me. And yeah, and yellow card that asshole. <laughs> that. So I've, I've got the it's Zlatan different. book. Different. You now also have yes, the Zlatan I yep, book. I received that for Christmas. Yep, my plan is to read that entirety or in the entire book while I'm sitting on a layover in Atlanta in a week. Beautiful. Uh, that will be my goal, and we will have some fodder for. For the uh, next podcast. Perfect. All right. Um, somebody had mentioned Deion Sanders being on the itinerary, and Justin, Deion you look Sanders. gleeful about this. I, 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 I don't love Deion. I don't. I had better time. Not, you had better not. Oh, okay. Oh. Let's hear. I don't know. No, where you th- can start it because it was your idea. Wasn't it your idea to bring? Oh, him? I don't know yeah. where this came. Yeah, from. So you, you started. You started. I've got you contact. You became very um, exuberant. See, because Dion. Maybe you want to lead with this. No, I don't. Oh. I don't know if I do. I. I only. I see Dion prime time is one of my was one of the like stars of my childhood, 
Uh, he was one of the guys that. <laughs> I think Travis no, no, no. is done. Travis is done, He's and done. that's I'm not done. No, and it's fine because uh, like Emmett Smith, Deion Sanders was were like one of the top twenty players of me growing up in the NFL. So when Deion Sanders becomes a topic, uh, I can't help but like remember my childhood. So that's just. Boy, there's so much here, and 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 playing on the uh, on the elementary uh, playground, playing uh, football during recess, and intercepting a pass from the other team, and doing the high step into the end zone because that's what fifth graders do. Please, I want to hear. Travis when could you ever first. high step? <laughs> there was a time between third and eighth grade that I was more Boy, that, flexible that's, that's quite a and not range. so fat that I could do that. <laughs> Travis, please talk about Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders started bad behavior in sports. I'm convinced of it. Hmm. We can talk about that in detail. Not now. Mm -hmm. So Deion's at Jackson State. That is the name, right? Yep. He was at Jackson State University. I'm well aware of that. Deion, let's start with this. Dion is Dion, and Dion is all about himself. Okay, not too much different from Aaron Rodgers. Not every superstar is about just himself. Himself. So, oh God, there's so much here. The bailing from Jackson State. They're going to Colorado. It's a mid-level Power Five conference team. If you think Dion's going to be there five years from now, you're on dope. Dion is somewhere. Dion's mm-hmm. at least Florida State. He, he could end up there. He could end up wherever. Florida, not, Miami, anywhere in the... Wherever the there. Yep. Just remember that this is the person who started the individualism over and above a team and celebrations. And if you don't believe in that, you're going to hate everything I fucking have to say. Because it, for a hundred years plus... It was team, and then with Dion, it started to become, it is okay to be an individual. It is okay to showcase your stuff. You mentioned Dion and Emmett Smith in the same statement. I don't think they're the same. Dion Sanders, of course, he's mm-hmm. unique because he played baseball. He, God, he's one of the best athletes. Prime in time. He is prime. Oh, by the way, he prefers to be called Coach Prime. What the fuck Wait, is wrong with that? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Oh, no. He doesn't correct people. It's not the media. He's Coach Prime. And as smart people have said, much smarter than me, can you imagine Dion going into a living room of a 45-year-old parent that grew up thinking Dion Sanders was something and mm-hmm. Coach Prime is in your living room? I get that. That's smart. You, 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 you transition that into whatever. But don't forget... That 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 Dion is all about Dion. So what separates him from other people? Well, Mike Leach might be an example. There might be other people. They can be incredibly successful, but they still maintain just a little bit of what is it? I, I don't know. He's not. Gonna, he's not. You know. He clearly went to Jackson State to 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 jumpstart where he's going to be. He's going to turn yeah. Colorado. Mm-hmm. 
which is an afterthought. Mm-hmm. I guess I get Newheisel. No, it wasn't Newheisel. Rick Newheisel. Yes, it was. No. Newheisel. He was Newheisel Washington. Was he was Washington. Colorado. He was at Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, after after yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. He after, is going yeah. to. Was. And if I'm Deion Sanders and I'm recruiting, who the fuck doesn't want to play for Deion Sanders? I right. completely get that. You do that, but do not, do not confuse his motivations and it and his ethics. What is that different from the Urban Myers of the world and the whatnot? I don't know. But just know that it is much more about him and his players as individuals versus a team. And how much different is that than the portal right now? And 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 the and and the name image likeness, right? I, I get that. He is he is Dion. He mm-hmm. has to be who he is. Mm-hmm. And I don't so much fault him. It's like, how are we going to adjust to mm-hmm. someone like him? Uh, Deion, Sanders, Deion Sanders is the perfect uh, leader of a college football program. Yeah. He will never be in the NFL. And I don't think he has any expressed interest in being in the NFL. But Deion Sanders is the person that you want leading your college football program. Why? Because leading the leading the program, it doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter about how the players are. Go ahead. All I'm going to say is, I think I'm going to agree with everything you say as far as 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 leading a program. Right. So so Deion Sanders is not uh, a person that is an NFL coach. He doesn't know how to lead uh, men in a program. The 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 uh, leadership style of Deion Sanders is not uh, something that NFL players would um, respond to. It is absolutely everything college football players will respond to. It is the hype. It is the you're going to be seen. It is I will give you the opportunity to make the professional level, but you need to accept what I bring to the table in terms of your notoriety. Deion Sanders will bring the best of the best of recruits because of his name. He will transform the Colorado program. He will be there for three years when Colorado ends up being a top team in the nation, and he will move on. Uh, uh, Deion Sanders uh, went to Jackson State um, the previous 10 seasons that uh, Jackson State had between 2010 and 2019, they went 54 and 58. He brought his notoriety to the team and they went 26 and 6 in the three years that he was there. He moves to a mid level college football team. He will bring the transfers, he will bring the recruits there. Yeah. He will build the Colorado program into prominence. They will be a top. 15 or 20 team they could be national champions in two years they could be they absolutely Don't could be say they can't and i could be. i ha- i will put a bet on anyone that within the next five years they're in the college football playoffs and they'll win a national championship because uh, he Josh, will bring I, the I, type i, I see you shaking bring, your head do he you will do bring you, the you don't think that could happen Deion sanders Why brings not? the notoriety he will right. bring the people. Right. Because why Quinty? Why here's why. With, with because the transfer when, when you're when you're in Jackson State, you're playing against low level teams. When you get up to the level like Colorado, now you're starting to deal with teams who have 
complete masterminds as head coaches. College who football. Sit, who, stop. Who, who sit around and scheme up plays 22 out of 24 hours a day. Who live, breathe. We're, I don't think we're talking about scheming plays, though. No, guys. Deion Sanders doesn't make the plays of the team. He brings in the coordinators that have the clout to do that. Deion Sanders is a general manager. He's not a, an, an active head coach. Deion Sanders I don't think we're is a level so much above. as his ability of actual coaching. No, I think we're Deion talking Sanders about recruiting. Deion Sanders exactly. doesn't doesn't right. coach a, Do you agree a with lick. Deion Sanders that. is a general manager. I agree. Deion Sanders agree is the guy that is above, and he hires coordinators yes. because we all have seen the names that he brought into yep, his. Names. They're big names. They're the ones that are running the day to day operations. Yes, Deion Sanders right. is the. Uh, uh, is the Stearns. He's the Theo Epstein. He is the general yep. managers that bring the people underneath him. Deion Sanders is the athletic director for the football program yes. at, Col- yeah. at, yeah. at Colorado. You, you're so he's not ball. doing the day-to-day operations of anything. He's bringing in the coaches that are going to run it. He's bringing in the players. And because Deion Sanders is prime time, because he has that NFL – uh, celebrity behind him, mm-hmm. he can bring in whomever he wants into yep. that program, uh, and and Colorado will be a recognized national powerhouse within five years. He okay. will be an SEC guy in three years, but yes, well, if I mean, okay, okay, I, but well said. Cole. Hold on, I agree with everything. I I completely can see that happening. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not like diametrically opposed to that and like you guys are fucking nuts it's not gonna happen i'm saying i don't think it'll work i'm saying when you get in there with the big boys who are top to bottom there to win i don't think Deion sanders can recruit offensive linemen i don't think he can recruit defensive linemen who ultimately will win the game for you i think that when you have to then discipline players i don't think Deion sanders is capable of doing something like that I think eventually that gold will start to flake off, and you'll see it's just um, uh, the the coating of gold and not real gold. I think that in order to succeed at that level of college football, you have to be rock solid all the way through, and I think he's only a figurehead, and I don't think that that can agree. I could be completely wrong on that. He may be a figurehead, but Mm -hmm. he might get away with it. Yep. Right, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. So I, can, I, don't, I can see it happening. I don't see Deion Sanders being a uh, prominent SEC coach in 20 years. I think Deion Sanders sure. has about a 10-year flame here, and then he's done. Right. Uh, I'd agree but, with that. But I think in that 10 years... He's going to bring uh, Colorado to prominence. He's going to bring them to the national uh, national championships conversation. He's going to join an SEC team that's going to be that's going to uh, pressure Alabama. And how don't you bring him on in Florida State when you bring 100%. Colorado to a Pac-12 prominence? A hundred percent. When Col- yes. when Colorado yes. when Colorado in the next five years. Uh, finishes the season in the top four or in the top fifteen, the four of those five seasons, they bring Colorado it's not to. Take that long. It's no, not it's not going to. It, uh, but I, I, I will give it five years. Deion Sanders will yeah. be at Colorado for five years, and in those five years, he will be in the uh, college uh, playoff. Three of those five years. Wait, say that again. Deion Sanders. Wait a minute. 
No way. Deion Sanders will be at Colorado for five years. He will be in the college football playoffs three of those five years. Oh, Please boy. put a bet on that with me. I can't. Put a bet on that with me. I can't go that far, Coach. Three of those five years? You don't think it's going to take in two the top. years? Coach, I'm... College football playoffs. They're expanding. They'll expand. I They're expanding. I They're going to be... It's going to be at 16 teams oh, in two playoff. years. Okay, playoffs. Playoffs. Yes. I'm not talking like oh, national Jesus. championship. Okay, no, 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 because with the college... expansion? College football is going to expand uh, their playoffs to 16 teams in two years. And you can't believe when they expand that to 16 teams, they're not. Colorado won't be in those 16 teams for those years. I don't buy it at all. If if I, I'm So with my it. caveat to that really? is when it. the college football playoff uh, uh, goes to 16 teams, I'm saying in two years they do that. Okay. In not... Not the 2023 okay. season, not the 2024 the, season. In 2025, 26, and 27, when they expand okay. to 16 teams, Colorado will be in that. Okay. Deion Sanders will be the head coach of his, that, and they will make all three of those. His son is now the quarterback of Colorado. He transferred there. Mm-hmm. Once his son is no longer the quarterback, what is the desire or motivation for him to stay at Colorado? Not maybe a whole lot, but that's where Florida State comes in, or another team that right. may. Right. I think it takes. I think it takes two years for Colorado to switch from a two year or two team or a two game uh, winning season to a point where Florida State is willing to put the venture into them. Okay. I I don't think it'll work, but I can completely see it working. I think I think what we're talking about is a complete transformation, and mm-hmm. it's happening. It's going to happen in two or three years when bigger things seem to take ten years. So I think Deion Sanders is fucking for real, and I do not diminish it. When when I have an issue with him, it does not diminish one minute for what I think his impact is going to be. No, Deion and- Sanders is going to impact college football. More than maybe anybody in fifty years. And 50. five five years ago, when this transfer portal wasn't a thing, yeah, uh, it would be more difficult, and it would take more time. But when players can uh, go from third string quarterback and know Who that the they fuck can go do over, do you want to play right. for prime time or some stodgy old six year old white no. guy? No, you go to fuck the guy. Yes, you go to you him. go to the guy that's it. in the that's in. And the I would probably want my kid to thing. play for him. Absolutely, absolutely. Hmm. All right. Next topic. That's topic. good. I mean, great yeah. discussion, guys. That is. Uh, let's do a Brucevus. Brucevus. Yeah. What are you guys pissed about? Brucevus is our derivative of Festivus, something that we want to bitch about and get off our chest. Guys, you got something good, Travis? You got your hand up. Jerry Jones. <laughs> Perfect. We all know that Maher missed three extra points. Uh-huh. And this <sighs> is just more of Jerry Jones being Four, Jerry right? Jones. What? Missed four extra He missed points. four. Missed four straight. He missed four out of five. Oh. Are you talking about the Twitter thing? Go ahead. No, 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 no. What, Travis? Go. Okay, no, go. I'm, I'm just talking no, go about ahead. The, the Buccaneers. And the, I know. What yeah, you go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It, it is four not specific to him. It's just specific to Jerry just being more of Jerry. I, I heard him talking about. He was asked oh, yeah. a question. Number one, why are you exposing yourself to an interview mm-hmm. where you're asked about specifics and he starts talking about Meyer where he missed a couple of extra points in the first half and Jerry opines or opines is opines opines, right? opines. I was yes. gonna say opines but yeah. I'm not that opines. bright but let's just go with opines and he says you know we were watching him he came out of he came out of halftime and he was doing warm-ups and he was making everything and then 
translated, it's in, it's in his head because he ended up missing another one. Not his words, but it was obvious. Mm-hmm. So Jerry is asked these questions because media people do what media people do, and he was Jerry enough to basically talk about, well, maybe some decisions need to be made. We're going to monitor it closely. Shut you up. son of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. You're an owner. Even the shittiest owners aren't who you are, Jerry. You bring a lot to the sport. And oh, by the way, you're one of the owners that really, really does want to win. We get that, Jerry. You're 108 years old. Somebody <laughs> somewhere has to just say, Jesus, this is a guy that seven years ago wanted Johnny Manziel really, really bad. Fucking kid talking about it. Jerry, you're an okay guy. You're one of the fellas, but shut, know your spot, know your lane. And when you start, if I'm Maher, I get that I'm one of the better kickers in the league, but I've got Jerry Jones, the owner of, you know, let's be honest, probably number one marketable team in the entire country, telling me that I'm going to be monitored closely. What does that do to your guy, Jerry? Do not do any harm. Whatever you do, whatever comes out of your mouth, don't do harm to your team. I want you to tell me the benefit, Jerry, of putting your kicker on blast. The same kicker that might have to kick a 54 fucking yep. yard field goal at some point to propel your team to where it hasn't been in 30 years. You know, fuck you, Jerry. Right. And and it's not like extra points are the 20 year or the 20 yard chip shots that they were a few years we ago. We all know that. It's in They've, his head. They're they're it's uh, in his head. Absolutely. And and he's uh and uh, if I remember correctly, he missed three extra points all year. So yeah. this one anomaly of a game, he he was one of the best kickers in the league through the regular season. So right. he has a bad game. Jerry, we all know that kickers are light in the head, and it's all psychology. And and it, once you uh, get off kilter, it's going to suck. And it's no different than like a golfer who can't fucking hit up uh, a drive. Jerry could have put it to bed with like everyone has a bad game. He's right. our guy. He's proved right. it all year. But he Josh, hasn't done that. It. He, he nailed didn't it. do that. It's like... He, he's part of the reason we're here right now. It's a bad game. And, and, it's, another, it. and it's another point of where your owner shouldn't be the general you manager. You can't right. do that. Yeah, instead your own owner gets in your head right. rather than you know, your, oh, your opponent get, the next week getting you in your head. You don't think Maher heard right. that? This not is only is, fucking Jones. Right. right, and not only is the guy that Ooh. makes the roster decisions is now questioning you, it's the guy that's signing your paycheck as yeah. well. Great point, Travis. Yeah. Uh, my Brucevis has been rehashed so many times on social media and by so many pundits and, and whatnot. Roughing the passer calls are completely uh, out of control. Yes. They are completely out of control. Well now getting sp- when you spin a quarterback down, oh, like grab him around that. the that waist. That was terrible. That the, was the worst you, roughing the passer call I've ever seen. You know what I'm seen. talking about? Yes. I, Right, it was horrible. And and they said maybe he hit him on the face, and I guess he grazed his face mask. It was, was very, oh, it was yeah. very, very brief. It wasn't a grab. It barely moved the quarterback's helmet. Yep. And it was in the process of him falling down, where it was a 
tackle. Right. It was a tackle. And and legit, tackled and legit, I don't know if they call it on that or on the spin down because we've seen it called on, on someone spinning them to the ground and, and throwing them down. It is out of control. It's terrible. And, and look, I, I was one who laughed with glee when uh, Clay, Mike, uh, Clay Matthews, Matthews got called for like yeah. falling on a guy or yeah. whatever, which was you bullshit. But I enjoyed fan. it because it was, of course I enjoyed it. Yes, you did. But but yeah. still. It's terrible. It's it's bad. Oh. And it's so frustrating. There, for, there's the protecting the quarterback, protecting the product versus, oh, shit. The average person thinks this is bullshit. It literally gets to the point where you wonder how do they tackle the quarterback. You can't. It's not. It's patty cake now. It's pulling the flag off the quarterback. Right. It's, it's, it's not terrible. far from it. It's terrible. Right. So, I, again, it's rehashed, but that's it. It just it sucks. Justin, my Bruce, Bruce DeVis. My Bruce DeVis is people don't uh, that don't understand the arbitration process in Major League Baseball. Ooh, uh, like we've seen I like where you're going. so many people yes. place Thank the you. like, oh, oh, Corbin Burns won a Cy Young, but they're only seven hundred thousand dollars off. Why don't you just pay him? No, you don't understand the arbitration process. There are comparables. The second that mm-hmm. you just say. Oh, seven hundred thousand dollars. Let's just pay him that. Has repercussions for the next twenty years yep. in arbitration. Players, right. you don't do this. It's not just another seven hundred thousand. It is every arbitration player you have for the next twenty years is affected right. by this decision. So yes, ultimately seven hundred thousand dollars isn't a lot of money, and ultimately there should be some compromise for a long term contract. And yes. there will be. And there will be. Right. <coughs> Excuse yeah, me. All right. Yes, but you can't. You can't just say, "Oh, there are only seven hundred thousand dollars off." Go for the player, because that has long-term and lasting right. impacts in that process. And people who think that that was the <coughs> the Brewers being cheap, somebody listed. I want to say on MLB TradeRumors.com, yes. the 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 people who did not come to a uh, an right. agreement, and they listed all of them. Huge name players for right. much smaller differences than right. Corbin Burns. Right, it's it's normal. All, right, it's, it's all normal. about comparables. It is a part of their collective bargaining. Uh, there are players that are much farther apart when they go into arbitration. Mm-hmm. There are uh, big name players that are much closer, where they are two hundred thousand dollars apart. Yeah, so please don't make this a. Um, it's not a it's not a value thing. For sure the bre- right. the the brewers think that Corbin Burns is worth that extra 700,000, but they have to look at the bigger picture, the long-term impacts of that, mm-hmm. and you can't just say, "Oh yeah, we'll pay him that 700,000 because he's under contract for longer. It this is going to affect arbitration players for a decade from now." Yeah. Right. Good. All right, where are we at? Ooh, anti-Brucevist. Since we bitched about something, we're going to talk about something that makes us happy in sports. Mm. I would love to start with this. Okay, go ahead. Very simple, World Cup. Oh, God, I love the World Cup. We just finished it in January. It was phenomenal. It was fantastic. That final was great, too. The the final Mm. was the best final ever. It might have been the best soccer game I've ever seen ever. Yeah. And And I I will say soccer game because I'm a merc. Yeah. Right, and I would love to uh, say that I 
woke up every morning at 4 a.m. to watch the the group stage oh. matches, but there was a few days I got up at 5 uh-huh. to watch what was going on because yep. it all mattered. It was awesome. The fans were phenomenal. 2026 is going to be great. I'm already saving up money for it. Yeah. It, it's, I'm going to go to a match. We're going to Kansas City. It's yes. going to be there. Where? Anywhere. Kansas City. It's, there, there are, They're uh, sharing eight, it. In, there's eight stadiums across the United okay. States. That it's and Canada and Mexico. There's 11 in uh, Canada and Mexico combined. Did, so. did you say Kansas City? Yes. Kansas City is one of them. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to go there. But it, it, it was great just to be able to watch. Because you and I have talked about this. Yes. We'll watch any sort of international competition. Mm-hmm. But then when you put that sort of like weight on it, that yep. people are just living and dying on, on every possession. God, I, I it, it was great. And then when you added in how the last games of the group stage oh. had so much weight and was so yes. much drama, it was, it was just great. absolutely perfect. And now, please, I'm just talking about the game on the field. Yes, it, yes. it 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 was awesome. It was great. The World Cup is amazing, and I I started two different um, um, like draws at work where mm-hmm. people don't know shit Pools. about soccer, yeah. and we would just draw teams out of a hat, and that's who you got. And people were actually like interested and like, mm-hmm. oh wow, Morocco's beating you know yes. the Tunisia and all that. It was phenomenal. People got into it. It was. It was great. I I love the World Cup. Yeah, take uh, set aside the politics involved in it, right. and you know the the FIFA and FIFA can go fuck themselves at times. Yep. But just the game itself and the international competition. There's. I don't think. I would take watching the World Cup over uh, summer or winter Olympics. Right. And I, I thought about it. Is it better than March Madness? Yeah, maybe not better than that for me personally, but it's right it's up really there. It's really close. It's right up there. It's really for close. For sure. And and it's only because soccer, football, is not um, one of the major sports that we grew up with. Right. Like, if you talk to our children, it might be. It might and, be. And, and it could be. be. Yep. And our children's children or you know our grandchildren at some point yep. – Soccer could very much be one of those things that's a plant. The World Cup could be more important than March Madness. Yeah. In the but for for our generation, it's not. And, yeah. But but if you haven't watched it, please. But I'm saving up money to go to it. at least one of the games when they're. Uh, I don't care. Who's I'll be there. Playing. We're going to Kansas City. Yeah. I don't yeah. Buy is, is it at Arrowhead? Uh, I'm no, gonna. I don't think it's Arrowhead. I don't think it's Arrowhead. Well, it might. I I don't know. Uh, we'll, but we'll by have the way, to look the up, World but. Cup group stage. Match, they're not expensive. No, they're not like uh-uh. break your bank to get there. So nope. I mean, you can get We're like going. upper upper tier go. seats in like the thirty dollar range. I'd yep. love to be part of that. I I would. Yeah, yep. so and I'm not just talking going. about this. I'm, I'm talking about soccer in general. I, I'm speaking as someone that really wants to be part of the live experience. I've never experienced it. Well, you're speaking to a season ticket holder of the Minnesota United. Well, wow, here we go. Club, so I'm just saying. <laughs> That's why I'm bringing it up. Buddy. Travis, you want to come to a game and you can bring Amy or somebody else and we've got tickets because we got four of them. I would take you upon that. Thank Justin, you, you got an anti Brucevist. Anti Brucevist. happy about sports. I thoroughly enjoy, and it doesn't matter what sports you're involved in, but the anticipation of the new season that's near, the hope that everybody can challenge for a championship, good. everybody can compete, Ooh, uh, even going into spring training and knowing like the flaws of the Brewers roster, I mm-hmm. still think that 
the Milwaukee Brewers have a chance to compete for a championship. Right. Knowing the adjustments that the Minnesota United have made uh, to their roster, that they can challenge for a Western Conference championship and go to that, you know, cup. It's the anticipation, the hope that you feel going into a season. Yeah. Love it. Yep. That's good. Because how many, you can look back on how many different championship teams who have won whatever title. Yep. And at the beginning of the year, everyone would pick out a flaw with that team, and that, mm-hmm. that's why they can't win. And yet, then they go on to win it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Perfect. Travis. Anti Bruce for this? Yep. Vikings lost. <laughs> <laughs> So, fuck you. Kirk Cousins, I really like Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. I wish Kirk Cousins was Aaron Rodgers, and quite frankly, I wish Kirk Cousins was Aaron Rodgers for the last fucking 10 years because he's a really good human being and a quality quarterback. But, boy, oh, boy, how fitting is it? He has prime time impotence. Yeah, Yeah, he sure does. So... When it really, really mattered, why do you just know what? My, my buddy uh, Troy and I had this uh, discussion several months ago, and he just, this was Troy, not me, said, Kirk Cousins, I like the guy, but he's going to do something that prevents him from, from going further. And it's like, oh, sure as shit. Now, we all know that the, the fourth and eight with the three-yard pass, I mean, we, we've seen that, right? <laughs> it's like Kirk Cousins didn't play badly that game. No. And it was not the reason the Vikings didn't move on, but was it just a perfect mm-hmm. was it just a perfect the, end to the, what you saw coming? It's like here's a team that was you know, listen, they're above average. They're way above average, but mm-hmm. they won a ton of ton of late games, which you want your well, team to do. But Okay, so, so we can ultimately consider whether or not they're above average when they had a negative point differential. Okay, well, yeah, let me let me just but, finish here. But right, no, good point, right. good point. So, but at the end of the day, they're winning these games that mm-hmm. you, you needed to win despite the yep. numbers. It's like, but what was it with the just Kurt Cousins, the guy that just God. could not take that next step? He can't. How would God say, the only thing that Kurt Cousins, and I really do like the guy, probably more as a person than as a player. Right. How can you throw that pass? Your only, your only explanation, <laughs> which I don't think is real plausible, is I did not see the defender. <laughs> because, you, if, if, because if you say anything else, this was not a... Four yard versus I needed to get five. This was just like, holy shit, I didn't see the guy, but it was so perfect. And as many logical people have pointed out during the last week, it's like, I get that fourth and eight isn't ideal, but Jesus Christ, I am going to throw a 10% chance 15 yards down the field or 10 yards down the field. You can't throw that football at his stage in the league. He's not a new guy. Jesus, Kirk, what the fuck are you thinking? Here's the thing about the Vikings. Like, they lose. Constantly. They lose in magnificent fashion. And, and that's my point. They Whether it be Favre and yeah. They managed to put a Viking signature on every playoff loss <laughs> or every They're big regular balls. season loss. So if Kirk, some, if Kirk Cousins God. had thrown down field 17 yards and it's incomplete, it's just it's, okay. it's, a, it's, it's, it's very it's disappointing. Yeah, it right. sucks. We lost whatever. But you but don't they have this. S- 
and now you're two yards. Three yards. It's like yes. it wasn't close. It was like, what are you doing? Right. What, Gary, what you Gary doing? Anderson missing that field goal. Brent Favre throwing it down the field of the Saints right. intercept. This isn't Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Right. Nineteen ninety-seven. It's like when yes. they. Know, why did you know it? And when they when the time ran out on their first round pick. Remember that? Oh, oh God, like, yeah. You could literally just write that Minnesota Vikings on, on every fail. It's Ooh. like, look, I, and the Bears are horrible, but at least they're just bad altogether. So, the Vikings so, are right God, there, we, but they just keep so, signing that signature. You do. So, so you take Kirk Cousins. It's like, boy, I know this isn't good, but really, how many people are in the top third? Take it, right? Right. Oh. And this is what they do. Who gives you a chance? Completely take out that one play because that is one mm-hmm. play, but it it's memorable, yeah, right? They, it's like okay, who are the other two thirds that would have even had us in this position to be right. competitive? Yep. Or are we down 30, 31 to thirteen? Doesn't fucking matter, right? That, that it's real. Remember it that real. that that short field he, goal the he, guy missed against the well. Seahawks. Mm-hmm. It's just like they well. they find new ways to fuck up. That's just amazing. It's Viking-ish. And yeah. it's so Minnesota-ish. And yep. Good. Uh, okay. we, almost, we almost need a full topic sometime on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, we do. All right. We got to actually hustle up a so, little bit. So we are gotta we, uh, we going to skip the Mets? Are we going to go straight yeah. to our, to yeah. our yeah. douche of the week? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one quick okay. if, if you I, want. Mine's a little longer. That's oh. what she said. Nice. Um, <laughs> so I, I praise the World Cup earlier and i fuck justin go ahead i just lost my uh my feet on this oh nope i got it um so the world cup is awesome fifa sucks dick fifa does suck dick. and their president yanni infantino is horrible watch the netflix thing yeah it was bad so he so he gave a speech prior to the world cup Mm-hmm. In which he said, Today I feel very strong feelings. Today I feel Qatari. I feel Arab. Today I feel African. Today I feel gay. Today I feel disabled. Today I feel Jesus a migrant worker. Christ. After that, he claimed that he understood what it was like to be discriminated against Fuck because he off. had red hair and freckles Fuck as a off. child. And he was teased. This was in response to people saying, uh, you know, Qatar discriminates against gay people. Gays and women. It's like borderline illegal, right? So he had to justify, like, holding the World Cup there. And he went on to, like, berate people in Europe for saying, excuse me, you can't, like, like get on on Qatar because European people have... Persecuted people for thousands of years. Shut Excuse up. me, sir. Like that's not that's recent. Like you way. just that's gave Qatar a World Cup. Yeah. So when you say that you understand what they feel like no. because you had red hair and freckles and you were teased because of it, fuck first off. of all, fuck off. That that man's a douche and he can fuck right. off. Right. And by the way, he's running unopposed as FIFA, FIFA of president he is. for another four years. Because six FIFA years? is probably the most corrupt organization. Oh God! If you don't of, if you don't do research of FIFA and you don't watch any of the documentaries documentaries that have been created on yep. FIFA is terrible and they make billions of dollars really? a year. FIFA uh, FIFA it's, uh, it's bad. Really it's bad. bad. It yep. makes Bernie Madoff look 
It legitimately does. It legitimately does. We're talking nations, not one individual running a Ponzi right. scheme. Right. Yep. As big as it was. Justin, douche of the week. My douche of the week is Nick Cannon. So ooh, I, ooh, I ooh. thought of this a couple of weeks ago, and it's kind of fun. Nick Cannon, the host of uh, America's Got Talent, he's a model. Wasn't he married to Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey at one point, yes. So Nick Cannon has 12 children with six different women. So Nick Cannon <laughs> has become six, 12 children with six different uh, women. Uh, Nick Cannon has sort of recently become noted, notarized for his uh, fertility. So, yes. So, I am going to uh, 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 speak of the mothers that he has impregnated and his children and the time frames of them. So, just, just I'm going to speak of who he has impregnated and how old his children are. Right. And you can draw your conclusions from that. So, Nick Cannon, having born 12 children from six different mothers... Uh, and my big issue of this, when I first originally looked at it, was the names of the children, oh boy. which will now come around to my other uh, statements never uttered. Okay. So after I finish with my douche of the week, it'll go to the statements never uttered. Okay. Uh, which is yeah. So, but just just uh, encapsulate this whole thing in your in your thoughts. Nick Cannon, twelve children from six different mothers. Okay. Uh Alyssa Scott, his current egg donor, okay. current gr- girlfriend, uh, uh, child's name, Halo Marie, just born. Uh, they had another child that was five months old that uh, died of cancer named Zen. Oh. Uh, he has impregnated Brittany Bell, uh, 10 weeks old, Rise Messiah, oh. five-year-old, Golden Sagan. Two-year-old, powerful queen. Oh, no. Uh, a mother, Abby De La Rosa. Six-week-old child. Beautiful Zeppelin. Twins, Zion and Zillian. They're 18 months old. Oh. Mariah Carey, he is pregnated. They're 11-year-old twins, Monroe and Moroccan. Uh, Brie Tessie. And all these women are, are models or like supermodels or that sort of thing. Brie Tessie, five-month-old child, Legendary Love. That's the name? Yes, the name is Legendary Love. Uh, Lanisha Cole. They have a three-month-old child named Onyx Ice Cold. Cold. He has a three-year-old or three-month-old child with this woman, a five-month-year-old or five-month-old child with this woman, a six-week-old month or six-week month or six-month or six-week child with yes, a ten-week child with this one, a just-born with this one. He has like six different children with six different women that are all like within a year year old. (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? Is he just like? like come over and is this Laverne PD? He's just banging whatever moves and wh- and, and yet cancel culture doesn't like jump no. up and and, say, and, and oh. Nick Cannon is this popular host of a popular show right. on NBC. Oh, yeah. Like there there is that. no Do you know why? Well, I mean, we can all oh, inference why, why yeah. and we can't say it on this because all of a sudden some SFCC yeah. thing will cancel us or whatever, but 
Nick Cannon has fathered 12 children from six different mothers, and at least five of those those children have been birthed in the last year. So, Coach, here's what jumps out at me. He hasn't fathered 13 children of the six women. Why are you being such a, you know, think about it. (laughs) What's your statement never uttered after that? After all of that? Yeah. The statement never uttered. Hold on, I gotta pull it up so I get the exact quote here. Okay. I think uh, spoken from Nick Cannon. <laughs> I think I'm going with John for my next child's name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where do you, I mean? We we actually have to wrap up pretty soon. Yes. Can we I please go to what? We we got to get something in. What are we? No, gonna we're get gonna. In? You know what? No, because it's been such a long time. We're gonna go as long as we need to go. And if I got to split this into two episodes, I'll split it into two. All right, episodes. no we're shit, gonna no go. shit. Where was that your douche of the week? That was my douche of the week. I didn't have Travis. You got to go douche of the week. I have one. I'd go. love to share it. Go, Bart Scott, talking about Demar Hamlin. Oh oh, did you hear it? No no. So basically, he talks about how T Higgins was. I don't know the exact words, but it's oh, pretty no. clear that he led with his helmet and he was responsible for what happened. Bart Scott, he's got a little bit Bart of a history. Scott. I don't know all of it. Um, you know, go fuck yourself, Bart. Yep. Here, here's the thing. Let's just say, for example, and this isn't what happened, that um, DeMar Hamlin somehow, some way, through a mistake or a dumb move, caused his own injury. Mm-hmm. You still don't go where Bart Scott went. Mm, yeah. okay. But okay. let's just take it one step further, which is the, no, DeMar Hamlin didn't do anything wrong at all. Mm-hmm. He was just being a good defender, and T. Higgins didn't do anything wrong at all. He was just being a, an offensive player. Really, really, do you do you have any understanding, Bart, and what that means? What did he you're, say? You're, you're, you're not in a, he, Oh, God. He said that, 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 uh, um, uh, T. Higgins had led with his helmet and basically caused the injury that Jesus led to his cardiac Christ. arrest. Oh, the, like, one in a oh, million. No, it's, out it's out there. And, I mean, Skip Bayless is one thing, but it's like, you're an NFLer, and Bart is, Bart is Bart, but it's like, you have someone that already knows that he is part of a play that has led to someone coding twice on the field. Jesus Christ. You better be really, really super sure that you're right. And right. number one, and number two, even if you are right, let's just say, for example, that T. Higgins did something on the field that was just stupid and caused you right. know, a penalty. It's like, it's not... That's not like intent. This guy is having CPR done on the fucking field, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Do, do you think, God. I mean, how many, how many times has a defensive player or an offensive player done something where it's like, could have been yeah. awful? It's like, that was bad. That was really bad. Bart Scott can fuck off. Should we take a quick break right now? Oh, sure. Let's we take can, a quick break. We can take a break, and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back after this last break, and uh, we had something on the itinerary that legit like bothers me, and I wanted to bring up. And Justin, yep. I think you have some strong feelings on this. Yep. And that's that the uh, I'll just read what I put on the 
on the itineraries. The Mets are paying $87 million to two pitchers this year. Just two pitchers this year alone, $87 million, which is more than eight teams paid for their entire opening roster last year. What do you think about that, Justin? I am uh, deeply disturbed as the way the uh, Major League Baseball uh, operates in terms of no salary cap. Uh, you spend whatever it is, and you go for it, and you pay taxes. Uh the Mets were uh, planning on signing Carlos Correa for yeah. uh, like a 97-year contract yeah. that would have paid him about $30 million a year. $350 million, I think. It was yeah, it was like $350 million over 12 years. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a huge contract. Uh, they were going to pay more in their luxury tax than the yeah. brewers are going to have in their entire payroll. Right. Uh, they're, they have three players on their roster currently because the Correa uh, contract didn't go through. Okay. Uh, Verlander, Scherzer, and uh, Lindor. Yep. Uh, all three of them make over $30 million a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have two pitchers. There are two pitchers, uh, uh, Verlander and Scherzer. Scherzer are 27% of their team payroll, and those two pitchers account for more than nine major league uh, total salaries at this point. They have a $356 million payroll on the the site that I saw at the time that I did this research. Their $356 million payroll is number one in the league. Mm -hmm. They have a payroll the 2023 season that is $75 million more than number two, which is the New York Yankees. Oh, my goodness. They have $75 million over the number two team. At that $75 million, that accounts for more than payrolls of five major league teams. At some point, there is going to be an issue with this payroll, with the teams buying championships. I think this is the time that Major League Baseball needs to think about a salary cap and not just paying taxes for going too so far over salary. They, they thought that the luxury tax would be a... A they thought it would be a detriment. Prevent people. Yes. And for a while it did. You remember last year a lot mm-hmm. of teams like didn't want to get over that cap? Yep. Well, all it took was one person, Steve Cohen, yes. to say, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'll pay. We'll pay $100 million in taxes if that means we win a championship. And what that does, it forces other teams, the Padres, yes. the Yankees, whoever, to say, well, we have to keep up. And unfortunately to me, it. It looks more and more like, Justin, you follow uh, European soccer. Yes. There are the haves and the have-nots. Yes. And the have-nots have literally zero chance to win a, it's a, a the, title. It's this the, year, Arsenal yep. might win the, the Premier League title. Yeah. And that's a long shot. Like they, Nobody thought they would. They're not a have-not. They no. have... They have massive. A They've got lots of money. Exactly. And the only reason no one thought they would was because they didn't think they had the talent. They are so now, the they are the lowest of the haves. Exactly. But they there's, still spend there's money. No, no one in the in the have nots has an even shot to win. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to feel like that yep. in baseball. It is. There's no there's no team that's gonna win a championship that isn't within the New York 
within the LA, within the highest markets of uh, Major League Baseball, you're not going to find a World Series champion out of those. Right. Unless unless you've got some uh, a new person within the Major Leagues that are still on arbitration contracts that are still making three to eight million dollars sure. a year you, you that have overperform a, you have a chance because soccer doesn't play like series and no. in a seven game series that just tilts the balance more to the favor of the has because you have a right deep like starting rotation in, or, in or whatever. soccer you get possibly the the home and away series and then you get the the one game any where anybody can win right but it's you, just it's you have so to be frustrating when literally the Brewers have signed two free agents, major league free agents, yep. Wade Miley and Brian Anderson. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> which Miley. which yeah. six which six years ago <laughs> would have been fantastic. Oh, oh by know. the way, Wade Miley was with the Brewers six years yeah. ago, and then he signed a huge contract elsewhere. Not even huge. It was like it was well we for huge for his. It was money. huge for his potential. Cincinnati and, wouldn't keep him for ten million a year. Fuck. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. It, it it's it when it's frustrating. You, I thought they had it under control a little with that luxury tax, but and then one owner, like I said, took it. Just and, like I don't give you, a shit. You have a management group that says we don't give a shit. We're gonna pay for championships, and I guarantee the Mets compete for a championship this year because they've sure. got who they've got, right? Because they can afford to pay for it. It's sad. Yep. You know, as, as much as you can um, criticize the NFL for a hundred reasons, they have done a good job with that. Uh-huh. Right. There is no one looks at like uh, Tampa or Green Bay as small market. There's no small market in the NFL. No, because they just, all get the same money. Exactly. They all get the same Bill money. Is in good shape right now. Yeah, and you can't tell me Buffalo that- is probably the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. So yeah, they're Buffalo. Right. Buffalo, right? Who, if you asked three hundred thousand, if you asked a hundred Americans where Buffalo was, I bet twenty of them can place it in New York, (laughs) and fifteen of them would say it's Niagara Falls. It's right. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a shame. All right, let's do a no shit and a no shit. Yes, yes. All right, so a no shit. The first one is the no shit, like something someone says that just yeah, exactly. I. Normally, don't come up with one of these, and I didn't this time. Justin, do you have a? No I have shit one, and thing. I have one, and it's more—it's no shit, but it's more like advice to people that Ooh. are listening to this that might be in their young twenties, okay. and they're looking forward to a career of themselves. But you know what? We're all replaceable, and nothing but family and close friends really matter. <laughs> Probably on a billboard. <laughs> No shit. Yeah. It should be no shit, but some people should take it more as yeah. no shit. Travis, do you have a no shit? Um, it's slippery. Um, be careful when you're driving. That's part one. And number two, <laughs> you're living in Tornado Alley. Hey, we got a big-ass funnel cloud. Go get your basement. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Thanks Chuck. for the news. I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Wow, this is shocking to yeah. me. The other part of no shit is where we'll actually no give some, some, some valuable information. Huh. So back in the day, this wasn't that long ago when zombies were all the craze, right? Like oh, yeah. there were zombie movies everywhere. Yep. The CDC, the Center yeah, for Disease did. Control, got on board with Fucking this. Fucking love that. Because they thought that 
everyone should have a home emergency kit. Yeah. As they should. Like, legit, you should have a home mm. emergency kit. So Mine they includes firearms. <laughs> and mm-hmm. They took it the next step. So they actually put on their website, the CDC put on their website, how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. The, the CDC. CDC. What year? Oh, oh this is probably early this 2000s. This COVID Yeah, oh yeah. Not, probably not 100 years ago. No, no. not that long ago. Because they, they realize that, hey, people will read this. And actually, if you try to survive for a zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. you're also surviving for any other kind of apocalypse. Most of the apocalypses that will happen. Exactly. So they yep. thought this would be a great nice. way to get through to the people. I That's actually think it's a great Love idea. It. Yeah. Genius. Justin. Yeah. Uh, my no shit. Uh, you know North Korea. Sure. The country of North Korea. Of course. Eastern Asia, Little Island, or whatever. The northern part of Korea. Yeah, Finland. That's in Europe, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, oh, oh. It is good. Yeah. There's only one country that separates them. Russia. 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 Russia has an 18-mile border with North Korea and like a 300-mile border with uh, Finland. There is only one country that separates North Korea and Finland. They're a thousand miles apart. Thousands of miles apart. There's only one country. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out, the, right. out, out the north end of North Korea, there is an 18-mile border. So with you can Russia. step out of North Korea. Into Russia. Augusta to Eau Claire, Josh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And the next you country can you could potentially step out of Conceivably step out Finland. of into Finland. <laughs> Could there be any more separate than Finland and North Korea? Really? No. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Travis. No shit. There's a uh, Nobel Prize winner, specifically 1922, that had a supply of beer piped directly into his house. Wait. Oh, his name is Niels Bohr. God, did I have this right? It's N-I-E-L-S. It's Nils, right? Nils. Are you looking this up right? No, it's Nils. No, N-E-I-L-S is Nils. Anyway, um, his reward for where the fuck he did, he had his prized um, pipe directly to Copenhagen, Denmark, and that's what he wanted. I I think I know this. I think, think, isn't he a physicist? I I I think Nils Bohr is a physicist. I think so. And he's my kind of physicist because... Because he had beer piped to his house. Forever. I mean, if you're going to come up with this amazing stuff, at the end of the day, if you're completely level-headed and sober, you're probably going to miss a couple of things. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I won a major award, short of a leg lamp, I'd want biscuit, in, infinite, <laughs> infinite beer sent to my house. And then what? No, biscuit is three. Well, it's uh, it's a leg what beer and what leg lamp beer leg lamp, beer and biscuit biscuit. Okay, fair enough. Well, this guy—that man is a hero. It's a that is what hero. he chose. I it's what he chose, and I would, I would 100 percent support that. He had a pipe to his house, and I think they probably honored it. I, I would if you're, if you're a Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, we're 100 years out, but they, I mean, even what back country then, was that, Travis? Huh? What country? It was Denmark. Deals. Yeah, it's Denmark. Wow, can you imagine? You win the lottery, you're going to get a lot of like hangers on, like people coming out of the woodwork to get a little piece of your money. I don't think you money. have the hangers like I, you I have would, now. I don't think you have the Britney Spears and the fucking other. <laughs> I think you have a lot of people come over to your house for free beer. That's what I'm saying. 
Imagine all the co-workers that we would have. How many people are having sex with the Amish that can't fertilize (laughs) that are coming over your house for a Nice. No, fair point. I I think you just have an overall better quality of folks. Mm -hmm. They're not maybe perfect, but... We need to do a funny Funny death. death. I love funny death before that's what she said. I love funny death. Do it. It's the funny death story. The stories that uh, are a little bit humorous in ways that people die. Sure. Uh, mine comes from December fifth, two thousand nine. Hmm. Uh, it's a sub. It's a person in uh, uh, the Ukraine. Love it. His already. name is it's Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. It's Ukraine. <laughs> I said Ukraine. That comes from the Ukraine. U- yeah, you did. Did you I? Yeah. I'm so I sorry. I'm highly sensitive. No, I mean <laughs> from Ukraine. Uh, his name is Vladimir Lekanos. Okay. Uh, he's 25 years old. He was a student at the Kiev Polytechnic Institute. Wait, I did this one already. The gum? Yeah. I did this did one. Did you? Already. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. He chewed the... He, chew, he, he, he rolled dipped, it in citrus. He dipped his gum. Yeah. In, he thought it was in citrus, blew but it was something off. else. Yeah, he blew him off. Yeah, oh, I did fuck. this one already. <laughs> hey, buddy. You're good at a lot of things. You really are. <laughs> Yep. Can I say the guy that in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, uh, a few years ago, uh, he felt really bad and he chopped off his fingers with a tin snips. Yeah. And then he chopped off his penis. Yeah. And uh, and (laughs) ate it. Yeah. With some water. And then he chose at at some point to eventually kill himself and use the circular saw to three quarters cut his head off. Yep. Okay. So fuck you, Vladimir. (laughs) This other guy ate his dick. Next! <laughs> uh, Travis? <laughs> you think I was worried about being 100% accurate? A man customizes his car ignition um, sequence to his peril. Fellow named... This is, this is so good. His God name damn. is Scott McKinney. <laughs> yes, it is. This, this is. This is right outside of Donnie Baker with outside of Donnie Baker. Is he Baker. from Florida? He's got to be. Or Mississippi. Yeah. Or Alabama. That's just to say it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's got Anyway, um, he was a handy guy. He was a mechanic, and he wanted to override a security feature on his car. Um, he put the car in gear and reached beneath the hood and touched two wires together to create an ignition did. spark. We've all done that, right? Of course. We've of course. been there. Right. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, Scott failed to remember that he had not set the handbrake. Oh. Mm, maybe we haven't all been there. Nope. No, to I To make matters worse, he had modified the purple VW, VW to run with a fast idle to prevent stalling. <laughs> above my ability to understand. As black wire touched red wire... The engine turned over and started. The car lurched forward and knocked him over it due to the fast idle and the vehicle continued on its merry way. That's what it says here. <laughs> Inflicting. Oh, this is the best part. This is just really, really good. It inflicted 36 separate injuries on the unfortunate man. 36. Wow. Yes. I'm not sure how you do that, but he had 36 injuries. And it kept going and going and going. <laughs> 36 injuries. I mean, I could sustain 12 fatal injuries. And coach, sure. fuck, I've seen you do like 
God, half there's, of that. There's on Josh, video of me at least. Three, I mean, my God, videos. you're 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 on your ninth life. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean that's a lot. Yeah. I'm still really upset that my blowing up the gum thing was yeah. done already. God. Listen, fella, do you remember the time that I brought up? Nah, maybe I haven't. All right. I'm just going to read the headlines. I'll Good. fill in the details, but you won't need them. Man 25 dies in glue tragedy after failing to find condom. Florida. Florida. God Say it's Florida. Man. India. Oh, okay. That's my third yeah. guess. That would be my yeah. first out-of-country guess. Seriously. Salman Mirza, 25, had reunited with his ex-fiance. <laughs> Bad idea to begin with. Yeah, that's Don't no do that. For a drug-fueled romp at a hotel no. in drug India. Drug-fueled romp. That's a fuck around and find God, that's out good. type of thing. When he, this is right from the... Oh, this is right from the story. When he decided to slather the epoxy adhesive on his genitals mm, no, to avoid getting idea. her pregnant. No, not a good idea. <laughs> the pair were addicts and were known to mix whitener with the epoxy to inhale for a kick. No, not a good idea. <laughs> Since they did not have any protection, they decided to apply the he- adhesive on his private parts to ensure that she did not get pregnant. No. They were carrying the adhesive already because they like to get high from it, but they decided to slather it on his wiener. <laughs> on the wiener. They found on him, the wiener, you say. Good, they, good. they found him unconscious in the shrubs the day after. <laughs> now, they say he died from multiple organ failure, allegedly caused by the adhesive. Probably more from the drugs, but he still had epoxy all Tell over. Tell me about the shrubs. Do we have any more, more on that? Or <laughs> no, not? no more about the shrubs. This is 2021, by the way. This was really no recent. Way. Jesus, have you ever been desperate enough for a condom that you just slathered epoxy on no. your? Don't I mean, no, think I about that. I can't say that I've ever said, "Ha, huh, we're so into this right now." I don't have a condom. Let's get some Elmers. You know what the easy answer is? Just a handy. Just a handy. A, a handy, a blowy. There's a, like, any of it. There's like 16 other things you can do to get right. off and still be yeah. okay. All right. We have to move on. That's what she said. That's what she said. So these are the things that we hear on sports broadcasts that make us want to jump up and shout. That's what she said. There you go. Justin, Thank you have you, a number Michael of them, Scott. right? I got a few. I will be the hammer on this one. All right. All of mine have come from the World Cup. We've spoken about the World Cup today. Uh, all of my, that's what she said, and there are numerous, Good. have come from uh, World Cup broadcasts. Okay. My first one, uh, in pertain, or it pertains to the defenders of this team, and I don't recall what exactly what it was, but they'll come around and Erickson will come on the ball. <laughs> That's what she said. It's like a Denmark game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. Yeah, of course it was. It was a Denmark game. All right. Travis, you got one? Or do you want to keep going with your Justin? Or should we. No, you can continue right. on. I'll, I'll finish okay. all mine off. Travis, what do you got? All right. After the football sack. Really, it was a lot of penetration in the backfield. <laughs> Fuck yes, there was. Gosh, he loves it up the butt. Oh yeah. Uh, during a Milwaukee Bucks game, 
the announcer legitimately said Giannis went for the little reach around. <laughs> like Frank yep. Costanza. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, no difference. Sure did. All right, Justin. Uh, the gaps look big from here, but they're not. <laughs> That's what she said. You got another one, or uh, I can do another one. Sure. Uh, the uh, the offensive player who was uh, you know have the ball and sure going toward the net sure was dribbling out of the box. <laughs> oh. oh, that's really good. That is good. That's super good. It was. It takes a little thought, but that's yeah. a good one. Really dribbling out of the really box. dribbling out of, out, box. out of the box. I believe they call that a cream pie. No, I oh no. god. I don't think you need to explain it. No, no I don't think so either. But I did. Uh, all right. Nice. Next, coach. All right. You got another one, or should we move on? Gruber. Uh, no, I've got. Oh, you got oh, more? No, oh. we only did one. Do you have more? That's we only so we didn't. Oh, we only do like, one. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay, so I'll keep going. Just unload on us. That's what you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I thought so. Uh, he's gone short. He's gone long. He just wants to come inside the box. These are legitimately all of these are from the World Cup. Soccer is the for real trickle sport. I have I I every time I hear this, I go straight to my notes, and I I had a little World Cup notes thing. Absolutely. (laughs) And then what? Uh, And I didn't have the player's name in there, but he keeps himself moving in the box. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Good. Not everything is a plus. This this has to do with headers. Uh, I, I'm, I'm presuming this was a corner, but on headers, rising up a little early makes it hard to get over the ball. <laughs> yeah. I uh, my brother. Here it comes, all the way from the top of the box. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's a sickle sport. It's yeah. That, really? See, and the, and the thing is with that soccer, they it. speak of boxes a lot, and they that do. refers to vagina, and yeah. it's just, it yeah. is yeah. a breeding a ground for that's what it she really said. Is. Yeah. He's gone short, he's gone long. He just wants to come inside the box. Oh, that, that's the best all. right there. All right, Don't we, we got to move on. Gruber. McGruber. So here it is. Here's our Gruber. This is the one thing that we well, we have to explain. And I mean, Gruber Law says all the time. One call, that's all. So what would we rather do than listen to that narrow-ass motherfucker say his tagline? I don't think I have one. Travis, you go ahead. Motherfucker. I would rather sit through an entire N- or WNBA game without a beer. Oh my god! Oof. that might be the most horrific thing. Without I've ever your heard. phone, like you have to sit and watch it. Yes. Yeah, Justin. Oh my god! You got a Gruber? No, I I do have one, but that's oh. terrible. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, <sighs> that's the point. <laughs> I would rather have the head of my penis pierced than listen to that. With what, though, coach? What well, I mean, the penis like a, ring. No, but the, the, they've got those 
those the whatever the Albert things oh, and the, the Prince things, Albert. Prince Alberts, and the, oh, like yeah, it goes yeah. through stuff, and yeah. I, it doesn't matter what, it's just pierced. There's like a, it's an ear. No, I would rather. Yeah, it, it's a hurdle. It's a hurdle. It's a hurdle. Don't they have to go through the urethra? Yeah, to do that, you get you get out through the business end of the urethra. Yeah, that sure. is how much I don't like. Oh, buddy, yeah. Okay, keep Fair. your wiener out of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, we got to rate the beer. Who wants to start? This is easy for me. Uh, I, it's certainly fierce. I knew beforehand. Don't tell me you're going Grand start. Slam World I'll, I'll start. Yeah. I'll start. All right. What I can got? start. I, it's, oh, a, it's a home run. It's a home run for me. It is a That's home it? run in any situation. I like the beer. Uh, it is good in any situation. I wouldn't say that um if i had one beer to drink for the rest of my life i wouldn't pick this and that's where the grand slam to win a game would come into okay but surly furious is a solid beer that i could drink in any but, situation but, and but it maybe, is a home run maybe we should all add this so we are all very familiar with this and we've had months beers to process it does mm-hmm. that change it i mean is that part of of course why you're saying i i, I yes uh Sir, surly furious is a top five beer for me nice so nice. In, in any situation if i'm down 15 to 2 and i need to know that i need to get back into the game with a grand slam mm-hmm. surly furious can do it if i'm up if i'm down four three in the bottom of the ninth and i got a runner on base and I need to win the game. Surly Furious can win the game. Okay. So I am. I'm at a like any situation. Surly Furious is going to hit, hit a home run and make the game more positive. Okay, for me. Coach. I know. I know. Josh wants to talk here. Yep. Does the red and black incredible work artwork on the can change anything for you? Does it make it more appealing? What if I, that was some sissy ass? Even if it was a sissy-ass can, even if it just was a blank aluminum can and in black Times New Roman lettering on it, it said Surly Furious IPA, I'd still think it's badass. Because it's good. It's good beer. It really is. Josh. Josh. (laughs) It's a Prince Fielder three-run homer. In the seventh inning to take the lead. Oh. It's exactly what you expect. It doesn't matter what kind of uniform it steps up in. It's what you expect. When Prince was at his best, you knew, like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting. I want that guy up. It's a Prince Fielder home run. Mm-hmm. I would be a guy that always, like, likes his own opinion but I can't beat that. I can't come up with anything different. You nailed it. That was really solid. So I'm not gonna fuck with that. Um, yes. Fair. Yes. And Prince, please, please let the record show that this is a Minnesota beer, and we beg on Minnesota all the time. Fucking douchebags. And and they are, and they have rated one of the best beers we've ever done, and that's because mm-hmm. we are level-headed people. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy beer, and we throw respect on their name when they deserve it. Do you guys have anything else at all? Mm, I got nothing else to add. I think that's a no. All right. 
take care everyone we will, uh, and we will we will plan prior to us leaving this space the next episode so you very very dedicated fans don't have to wait more than two weeks for another episode hopefully yeah. beautiful all right take care everyone